With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wap. It's Monday on the Drew Elson Show. Powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. On the sixth day, they rested. Summerfest is on a break today, so Drew and KB are back at the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex. They'll talk to Tom Hodricord of the Journal Sentinel about the Brewers, who split a series in the land of Chile. They'll also talk about LeBron James' move to L.A. and continue a cliffhanger of their new game, What is these animals? And now, for the first time in days, they're not wearing sunscreen or sipping beer. Here's Drew and KB. Ceiling is the roof. Bongo, 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 bongo. Many yards, me, hip, bossa. Got a, you know, nipple twister. You know, just hanging out. Just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I don't even know what it is. He's the man. I respect the scorpion. Oh, wow. We're going head up, Woody. Dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Well, actually, I do like Braun better than Aaron Rodgers. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. Oh you know what I'm saying? Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the father. All right, it's going to take a little while to get our bearings. We're back in the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex headquarters after... uh, a good run last week at Summerfest. Summerfest is off today, so here we are, the Drew Olson Show, coming to you live from the studio, which means we get to look at smiling Armin Sarin, our producer. Yes, aren't you guys happy to get yes. that treat? Yes, and uh, I'm Drew. My boy KB is in here. What's going on, brother man? What's going on is I'm having withdrawals. I feel like we should be applying sunscreen to each other like we do. No, <laughs> not to each other. We should... The both of us should be applying sunscreen, not to not, each other. Oh, come on, man. Come on. So, all right, well, we had so much fun there for a couple of days. Now, Summerfest is dark today, so we'll be back out there tomorrow. We're off on the 4th, but every other weekday we're there from noon to 3. And we encourage anybody who's coming from Madison to come and see us. And we encourage all guests to drop by. Speaking of guests, we welcome our pal from the country station down the hall. Ritter is with us this morning. And we specifically wanted to haul him in. We should have had him on last week, but goal! I think he was it was in morning. Because we're going to talk about the World Cup right oh, off definitely. the hop. Yesterday, there were some great games. This has been a fantastic tournament so far. Although, Ritter, it's probably less than personally satisfying for you. Yeah, it's very not so fantastic for a guy like me. <laughs> uh, being a huge Deutschland fan, it just did not work out the way that we had expected it to. But to not go through. We? So you're German national? Well, okay, I agree. You're right. I'm not German national. Um, Don't let him do it to you. I'm, I'm, I'm fourth <laughs> generation. Okay, I'm I'm close. I'm, yeah. I'm just about there. And so, so that was yeah, that was a setback yeah. for the defending champs. Well, you know, I was watching so, yesterday in the penalty kicks. It's like just flip a coin. <laughs> just flip a coin. <laughs> okay, you get five coin flips. You get five calls, and then be done with it. 
I like the I like that though. Me too. Except everybody knows guess. that's the deal, and yeah, I always I mean, hear people say, "Oh, that's not that's like be having a three point contest to settle an NBA game that's tied." Like, that's no. real. PKs is like. It, it. If you miss a penalty kick, you pretty much should just lose. It should be first one to miss loses. It's I mean, not reality. It's, it's so. It, I mean, it, it's, I, it's I a skill that's practiced. Yeah, you know it's part of the drill. It's a guessing game. Yeah, totally. as a goaltender, it's a guessing game. Totally. That's all it is. Totally, and is unless you're. Um, but you have to end it somehow. Unless you're Sylvester Stallone at the end of Victory, and then you, and then, then you the make, whole crowd then it's comes athletic. down onto the field, and then you kind of. Get into the middle of them and they escort you to freedom. Yes, like that. Okay, that's exactly how it goes. No, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, did I'm you, have you ever seen the movie Armin? Which one was that? Victory. Victory. No, it's a soccer okay. movie. It's a soccer Pele's movie. in it along with Sylvester Stallone playing a goalie. And I've seen the big green though. They're prisoners of war. So no, yeah, I, we've been talking about this though. I'm really down on sports fans. Like, if you can't appreciate, it, it's much like the Olympics. If you can't appreciate this and you can't like just check it out and like. Dive into a game, and then when I hear people say, I'm at a party and people are saying, uh, oh man, that game was unbelievable with Russia today, That was the drama was great, and, then, and somebody will just go, soccer. Like, dude, <laughs> the world is not wrong, and <laughs> it's right. not, it, it's like, you you can find artistry and, and just joy in watching it, you, it's, and it's, especially if you dip in every four years, it's much like curling. Yeah. Right for Curling. one month out of for one month every four years, embrace it. Well, and that's the thing I got to ask Ritter because you're a fan of the local teams. But when the, the theory on the Drew Olson show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson, is that ninety percent of being a sports fan of anything is getting kicked in the nuts because oh, yeah. your, your team loses, oh, your favorite right. player gets traded, you get bits. injuries, you, you just kick them all the time. You know, not every team, even New England, the Patriots, the Evil Empire, sure. they went through a ten-year period where they didn't win, and that yeah. sucked. And then, then, then they went, and then, then when they go to the Super Bowl and don't win, it's getting kicked in the net. So ninety percent of it is. But when you follow a team and you're cheering for a team, and they only the big thing is only every four years, <laughs> that makes it magnified. Yeah, and I mean, the whole thing is, I know a lot of people got so down on the World Cup when the United States completely lost their chance to get in. I mean, they had a chip shot to make it into the World Cup. They should have qualified. There's no reason they didn't. But it doesn't mean that you should walk away from it and be like, oh, I don't care about it. I'm not going to watch it. You know, because it is, like you said, it, it, it can be such a fun, dramatic thing. If you can just appreciate it from a sportsmanship standpoint and look at it as sports. Absolutely. Sometimes it can be fun. And when you don't necessarily have a horse in the race, you find a horse in the race yeah. and get involved. No, that's that's the thing. Is that, okay, if we had America, we'd probably end up disappointed by now anyway. Yeah, probably. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. You know, you might as well pick somebody and go with it. Yesterday but, or today, we'd have been disappointed. And, you know, the interesting thing about uh, soccer, and I noticed this in listening, because I was listening to the Brazil-Mexico game on uh, the radio, which still doesn't translate to me. Soccer on the radio still doesn't translate. No. But one thing that I noticed, that from kickoff... To the final uh, whistle. Soccer fans are continuously cheering. It's not like football where it's like it's quiet well, when they run the play right. and then cheer when the play's over, anything like that. It is from start to finish. Yeah. It is loud and it goes to louder. This is the biggest thing that if you're not into football or soccer, you're not in that I will say that this is where it can get interesting. That makes it a little bit better than the other sports. And I'm not saying it's better, but this is the one thing that they do better. There's no commercial breaks. Continuous it's four action. Five minutes of continuous that's action. That's the great thing. You know when the game is going to be over. Right. Exactly. You do, yeah. Unless there's yeah. overtime, of course. You can but, plan but your day. You don't Even have to then. stop every six minutes for a 12 minute commercial. It, like, they don't stop forever. It's, it's, they, pretty it's just cool. continuous right. action. It's pretty cool. By the way, your update today Mexico fell short. Neymar 
leads Brazil 2-0. We're going to have uh, Belgium and Japan going at it in a couple hours. That, here, that's not even a game. Yeah. Belgium better win by like three. I mean, they should. At least they three. Should. They are going to destroy Japan. They and if they don't, them. I will have to eat something. I don't know. Yeah, okay. okay. You never know. Russia beats Don't, uh, don't go Russia throwing won. down yeah, stuff like did, that. Yeah. yeah, how did Russia win then? Yeah, you never know. I Russia. think the Russia-Croatian thing is not only for world soccer don- dominance, but I believe that if Russia wins, they get Croatia. <laughs> it's part of the deal. It's I, like I think it's, I, yeah, Putin throws I think it in. The, yeah. Uh, for them beating Spain was that was a shocker. Well, they sat they sat back and played five and five. Like Russia had no interest in scoring in that game. Right, yeah. it's tactical and it worked for them. You know that's what strategy can do. Just take away all the open space, which and Spain lives on. And that's the equivalent of I was on a really bad high school team uh, basketball team as a junior, and we used to, if we won the the tip, we'd go to the four corners and hold the ball till the end of the quarter. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's the only chance we had. It's that's like about like, it because there was no shot clock back in the day, and like let's come on, like let's we we ran that uh, the, the the North Carolina stall right. in the four it's, corners. It's no different than a, a team in basketball that's undersized playing zone. It's Absolutely, just, you know. it's, it's it's very similar. But I just. Don't dismiss it. And now, Ritter, I know that you are, uh, like KB, you're a hockey guy. Mm-hmm. And so, and KB started to get into soccer because he saw it. He saw it. He had the epiphany that you attack the goal and it's not dissimilar. It's so not in dissimilar. In some ways, the way you attack an offense is hot, like it's hockey. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. You're just running around instead of on skates. Yeah. And there's more players. Right. And so you, when you look at it that way, it, you can make that transition and you can start to see patterns and you can start to see. And I would also recommend if anybody wants to get into it, um, play the video game, play FIFA. It's fun. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and you get to know the players. And we're going to do a thing this year, um, moving forward this year. And maybe Ritter can get involved in this KB, but we're, we want to adopt a Premier League team and then make that our team and go see them on weekends and stuff and Saturday morning. Yeah, wanna, kinda, wanna, I'm, I'm, I'm a Bundesliga guy. German, so, so, you, I mean, you like I the German, the German, you like the German, German teams, leagues, but, but we, we're going to get a Premier League team and, and we're going to find one and Tottenham? adopt it. We, and start, we, I like the Spurs. The, uh, yeah, uh, go Coys. I like, I, I, we got to get scarves and we're going to like, we're gonna do create a rooting section and take them with us to different places and go I watch like games. I like that concept. That's fun. Yeah, you get this so excuse to get up at six a.m. on a Saturday and drink. Exactly. Well, <laughs> that's exactly why. <laughs> and have a chocolate right. stout because it's kind of like a breakfast beer. Yeah. Yes. That and that's Again, what we'll do. Another reason to love soccer. Exactly. We're not Ritter, this out yet. Exactly. So Ritter, you're in, you're you're with us there. That's good. I was got it. Good. So yeah, I mean, with all the different, with all the upsets now, who do you like? Um, I I was just talking about that with uh, one of our engineers, Spags. He's a big soccer guy too. I, it's, it's tough. Belgium is a really, I think they're a really tough team. That's I really, right. I kind of like Uruguay. I kind of want to root for Uruguay at this point. So does Stephen Hartford, who had in our World Cup draw. He's really big. On That's Uruguay. right. We uh we got to revisit that because yeah. it's getting to be crunch time. These, somebody's going to be celebrating. Well, um, I posted our con- our the contest. updated the updated bracket is posted on the Drew Olson Show Facebook page, and I tweeted it out so you can see the standings. And then after the games today and tomorrow, we get down to the round of eight, right? Yes. Then we'll, uh, round of eight. we'll have everything, you know, be updated. Friday, the two matches I think are probably going to be the best matches of the weekend because that's we've got Uruguay and France. I think that's going to be an amazing matchup on Friday, and then obviously Brazil and the winner of right. the Japan game, which yeah. I would assume would be Belgium. And so there you got Belgium Brazil. That's going to be a powerhouse match that's too. So match. those those yeah. two matches I think would be fantastic on yeah. Friday. If you got a, <coughs> a little cough, um, might be a good day to. Oh, who's working Friday? Come on. That's one of those where we're just going to tell everybody. Who's working Friday? First of all, who's working tomorrow? Because that's the day before the 4th. Who's working Thursday? This is where, um, you know, the World Cup and it's soccer, football is Europe's game, right? But this is where they get it right, man. They take long breaks. I am of the opinion, I've said this for years, that uh, 
Fourth of July week should be an entire national holiday. The whole week should be off because like nothing gets done. No, it's right. just doing anything. The end of the fiscal year for a lot of companes came, you know, June thirtieth into July first. Shut down. It's like the end, between Christmas and New Year's. Shut yeah, that down. That too. that too. Those should be the two weeks. So I take shut it off down totally. Take it off every year because there's no point. Like it no, is just it, is, it feels not, like nothing's happening. Penske file now. Okay, at the and end you work of the in year, radio, so that's like taking off more. Exactly. Because you're already off. Yeah, I think this year I'm off from like December 21st through January 3rd. That's a that's a pretty sweet. It feels like European holiday. If there are if you're trying to get deals done before the end of the year, I can kind of understand. If you work in retail at the end of the year, I get that too. But this this should be a this should be a whole week for everybody. Just shut it down. Who are we kidding? In Europe, they take like three weeks off. I'm going on holiday, and they shut yeah. down. And you come back, and your job is still there, and everything's hunky dory, and you can say what you want, you know, about their production and everything but they work they're happier they're healthier they live longer you know they they just they've got something figured out so let's take the whole week off but in any event friday kb's playing at the uline uh uh uline warehouse, warehouse stage, stage. Warehouse 5, stage. 5 p.m on friday five o'clock and, kb uh, and your, the dungarees and your co-host shannon from the country mm-hmm. station down the hall uh, we'll be singing with me. Yeah, they, they were practicing in the office earlier this morning. While I was as, you to get some work done. as you put your earphones, as you put your earphones in I, to drown I, it out. I, I had to listen for something I was working. I didn't want to disrespectful. Just play stuff. Like, oh, I care. You're playing and singing. I'm just gonna do yeah. what I'm doing. Can no, you guys take that somewhere else. It just kind of came up, and and I was playing, and she goes, "I'd like to sing with you." Right. Okay. Because I it doesn't matter. It's fantastic. To me. It's, it's awesome. awesome. Shannon plays and sings and doesn't think that she's ever good at it. Like, she's the person that'll put things on her Instagram story of her, like, playing a song. Right, right, right. And then, right. like, I'll play it and be like, this is really good. She's like, no, stop. No, no. And it's like, no, like, legitimately. <laughs> you're good. I'm not she just does. blowing smoke. Like, you're legitimately good. I'm trying yeah. to, like, compliment you. It's going to be fun. I, I know that that's going to be fun. So it's happy hour on Friday, 5 o'clock, the Yulon well, Warehouse it's, Days at Summerfest. It's better to be good and think you're bad than to be bad and think you're good. Well, you just described the first episode of uh, American Idol every week. Right. You know? You know why I don't sing? Those people. No one bad. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. All right. So we got a lot of other stuff to get to. LeBron's the big story. I'm, I'm following the World Cup. I'm, I'm into it now. I mean, now you get to the knockout round, I'm into it. But that's just it. I think the first the first rounds might be hard for people, you know, because there's just so many games. It's like, well, what's the point? There's no overtime. There's yeah. a, what, top, what's, a, what's a draw? What, what is this doing? going on? Yeah. Now it's loser go home. You get shootouts. It's exciting. It's it fun. Is. It's, and yeah, the, the fate of nations. Like, you wonder if you've ever seen, like, there's been documentaries made about the way people's lives turn on what happens in these. Iran didn't make know. it through. What? Yeah. I mean, you, you're right. You wonder about Legends that. are so what born. What happens if Russia doesn't win? I mean, in certain countries, if you have a good performance, like you are, it's almost like you're a king for life yeah. because you were the man. That's it, true. When you, I watch, you won a Texas State championship on Friday Night Lights or yeah. something, you know. When I watch, I, I it does help the you know the interest that increases the drama when you think about how much these people's lives and their legacy depend on what they're going to do in this. You know, I, I think about the. Um, I'm blanking. Uh, uh, the guy that missed the uh, penalty kick yesterday that opened the door for Russia. Oh, you know, uh, yeah. Whoever it was, the one that yeah. first missed, you know, he's going to be thinking about that forever. forever. He had his head in his hands, jersey right away. Forever. It's I, the Chris Webber timeout. Yeah. It's the Freddie Brown turnover in the Georgetown. And the uh, fact that North you Carolina like game. you feel for him, and that's the drama that it, it oh. increases. And because of that, I mean, I'm more invested. It was he was My, blocked though, right? He didn't whiff the whole goal. Did he? No, no, he, no, no, he, he, no, he got, it got saved, but got it wasn't saved. a good strike, yeah. really. No, no, but when you're that close and you whiff the whole goal, there, and that's problems. I've seen that happen. There might be movement on this, though, because I was getting my oil changed on a Saturday morning. You know, I'm sitting in the waiting room and the TV's on the soccer match. And um, I'm waiting to see what's going to happen here. I'm like, are these guys, these guys, this is like three. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? 
Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The old guys, they're all Air Monarch type guys. They're wearing Air Monarchs, you know, regular old uh, Wisconsin guys. And they're into the match. And I'm like, all right, I don't know if this would have happened 30 years ago. They might have changed the channel. They might have been talking about something else. But they yeah. were into it. You know, my, it's exciting. I the, like that. The air monarch types. You know what I mean? My favorite tweet uh, over the weekend was, are they wasting Messi and Ronaldo's prime? It's just Perfect. like the Packers Perfect. over there in Rod, because that's the discussion. You know, like, we haven't won any World Cups. <laughs> I have a theory, and, and that fits it. it. Like, people always say that. Like, you look at Messi and Argentina and Ronaldo with Portugal. Like, why shouldn't they win over the two best players in the world? Think about the Packers. All right. Look, imagine those teams right. just like the Packers. Those guys are each Aaron Rodgers. What do the Packers look like without Aaron Rodgers? Exactly. Well, they're the only good the only players they're there on those at that I mean, level. Yeah, yeah they're, they're that much better than the rest of the team. That All right. So, the but they the don't play the Super Bowl every four years, too. So, wasting exactly. their, and wasting their yeah. prime, you might have a shot at two World Cups, eight years, maybe well, three. Uh, three to four, I think. Is, yeah, that's about it. Uh, Ronaldo's first it was like 2,000 euro, right? So, Ronaldo. Early 20s to mid 30s. Yeah. You got it, that run. Was yeah. Messi one of the first that scored a goal in his teens, 20s, and 30s? I believe so, yeah. It depends no, on. That was uh, Gordy Howe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now, now, Neymar still playing, and he's the other guy. That Neymar played. does two things. He yeah. scores goals and flops. Yeah, that's true. You know, but it works for Brazil. <laughs> yeah. We talk about the use of in slow motion, instant replay, and high definition, and how everything, um, and when you watch, is it a catch? Is it not a catch? Is he inbounds? It really exposes flopping. It does in soccer. Because Absolutely. they'll show a guy who takes the flop, and then they slow it down, and you'll see that the guy maybe... Stepped, got his toe stepped on, or he hit his toe against the other guy's foot, and the next thing you know, the guy's going down and grabbing his knee. I you still know, say high on the leg, and yeah. it's like you didn't come anywhere near the leg. Now I still say as it, as the game evolves for American audiences, that's the one thing that still has to change a little bit because I know most people say they just can't in a, like American it's part audiences, of the game. They just can't get behind the the fake injuries, the, fa- but the, it's, the yeah. injury fake. It's it's a it, it's part of the strategy. It, exactly, it. it's a part of the strategy. If you're trying to draw the foul, you're trying to but draw. People, that, that, but people that, don't believe like in that people, strategy in America. I hear that from people who are anti hockey, saying, "Oh, the fights. Well, there aren't that many fights, and it's not that big a deal." And no, it's I not, agree. You know. It's, it's just okay. an, it's an excuse to not. It's a barrier you put up. Okay, I just think it's like saying like, so. For before the European, the game will really catch on in Europe. Basketball, they have to get rid of charging. Yeah, well, I don't know. Okay, it's do, the exact same thing. European, I mean, how many guys take charges or or whatever, and it's a total fake. If European fans don't care about that, then you're right. I don't know how they feel about it. I just, so once again, you as an American are acting as if you are elite and above everybody uh, else, yep. and saying it should be by my rules than the rest of the world. You might be right. I'm just saying I can t- tell you from. T- my anecdotal observations—that's what people care about mostly. When they don't, when they say, "I don't know about soccer yet," they like, I, don't, "I can't stand seeing the fake injuries, the faking, and all that stuff." 
And my saying. point is you have to get used to it because yeah, the world ain't going to change for exactly. exactly. It's, it's a little silly, though, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. it is. No, no, it is. Right. How many and major it, soccer like leagues are in the United States? Just one, right? That's only, only one. Yeah. one. Yeah. How many are in Europe? Every country has their own elite. What is truly the biggest sport in the world? Absolutely, it's soccer. Well, then they call it football, which is confusing enough. And then they throw the the U and then add an umlaut to it. And it's like you're just messing with Americans. You've got no shot. Starting from there, you've got no shot with us. You're probably right, KB. All right, we're going to keep this going. We're going to talk about LeBron. We're going to talk about Giannis today. We had an international incident between the Philippines and Australia today that we're going to talk about. Uh, Tom Hodgecourt of the Journal Sentinel will join us to talk about the Brewers' disappointing weekend. They, they've mastered the art of playing a four-game series, winning the first two, and losing the next That's two. That's frustrating, I tell you. I can do it with a two-game series, talk too. To, talk to Hodgecourt uh, today at 1.30. We are in the studio today, tethered, as it were, but we'll be back out at Summerfest tomorrow. It's the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. On the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson in Oconomowoc, live from the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex today. Summerfest returns tomorrow. They take a day off. Usually, they take a day off to hose off the grounds and stuff. They don't need to after yesterday's rain. Had a gully washer shortened a lot of sets in the Man. early uh, you know, four o'clock ish. I know a friend of show Andy Tarnoff from OnMilwaukee.com went to review a flock of seagulls at four o'clock, and they got washed out. He ran. He ran so far away from I saw the rain. Them. Wow. Well done. Our, that was really well done. Uh, yes. Our pal Ritter is here from the country station down the hall. Uh, obviously, we have the U.S. Cellular Connection stage. Uh, a lot of country acts there. More coming up on the amphitheater as we're well. Just, yeah. And we're just talking hunting and soccer. Hunting yeah. and soccer. Yeah, because they go together so well. So many people cross over. You can uh, tweet at the program, at Drew Olson Show, at Drew Olson MKE. That's what David did. David's upset with me, boys. Oh, uh, what'd you do now? He's been hearing me say for years now, nobody's working this holiday week or that holiday week. Stop it. I'm working and I drive while I work. That's when I and a lot of your audience listen. All right. You're working, David. Are you working your hardest? Are you really grinding? Are you really, really going at it? I mean, we don't know what David does. If he's driving a beer truck, this is probably a busy time. Absolutely. People are thirsty. If he's driving a beer truck, there's a stop that he needs to make, I feel. It's, uh, <laughs> People are thirsty. West Howard Avenue. Maybe yeah. David's salt of the earth, man. Maybe he's yeah. going. Well, he's I mean, hey, he's not, he's not mailing it in like most people do. And, you know, I guess most people... <laughs> is it just because just we mail it in? Well, and we admit it, though. We're open about it. My we life has been it. mailing it in. Yeah, <laughs> we admit it. And, you know, it's not like the bosses don't have us on in the hallway, or they we tell them that we're mailing it in. I, I'd say speak for yourself, but you guys and know when I take days off. <laughs> David, here's the thing. like uh, David, um, we've, we were given a new nick- nickname last week. And the thing is, David, like we try to corrupt everybody that listens to us and everybody that works with us. KB's band is playing at 5 o'clock at Summerfest. Right, it's going to be you know five o'clock happy hour, but people are working and there are a lot of places where people have to you know get things done. Well, I've already lobbied our boss and I said, hey, no, nothing's going to get no no serious business is going to be transacted after three o'clock on Friday in our little world over in Thailand where they do stuff. Right, nothing is. Because basically everybody's got that on that, any Friday. Everybody's got that emails thing saying I'm out of the office and I'll you know with if, limited access with yes. limited access limited, limited. Oh, that's I love just that it. Line. So 
I asked our boss and I said, hey, KB's playing at five o'clock. Why don't you like, so why don't we shut down the office at three so people can get down there and go support that show and have fun and it'll be an office bonding thing. There you go. And our boss, she said, um, email me and remind me and I'll do it. So she's going to like give everybody a couple hours off and well, they I can thank for, us. You know, I don't, I don't thank like to us use, for that. I don't like to use the phrase hero, but you know, <laughs> not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> That's you right. Know, but if I don't throw that, but if someone wants to say that I, you know, do the not the hero no, they wanted, the hero they deserve. We just want to have fun, and we want to be the ambassadors of fun, the fun ambassadors. That's right. And got, and we were hung. So we, we were at this event just last week. We had the deal where we had there was a gathering between one and three thirty. Uh, for our people at the U.S. Cellular Stage at Summerfest for our office. And it was like, you were excused from work, but you had to go to this party. Right. Otherwise, you had to work. So everybody went to the party. Side note, for people like me that do mornings, all right, this is what always gets me. So when you're someone that does mornings and they have right. early releases or the office is closed, people can leave early. Doesn't help you. Doesn't help well, us. Doesn't help us. For no, every yeah. two of those, I feel we should get an extra day. We so get, people uh, that smoke. Yeah. Yeah. They get, they get time off. We should get That's smoking. Not, you yeah, know, let's add up all your non-smoking time. One of, so uh, while this is going on, and for a number of other reasons, one of our very astute and hardworking production assistants looked at me and KB, kind of looked at, looked us up and down, saw us in our element. We, we were done with work. We were having a few pops. And she said, and this is going to be on a T-shirt someday, you guys are like the world's oldest teenagers. <laughs> Who said that? That's hilarious. <laughs> Victoria said oh, that. Oh, that's so true, actually. And it's like, I, I'm like, okay, wait. That's perfect. I, I, I'm not offended. I'm somewhat proud of this. Oh, I'm, that's like, a compliment. I'm not disagreeing because here we are trying to get people to skip work. We're, we're that guy that's like, you know, that blow it off. You'll, yeah, you know, right. You'll, you'll do okay. It's not going to be on the final. Blow that class off. We're those guys. One I, time's it, it. not going to kill you. Well, you yes. know what? See, Ritter, you just uh, you don't know us well enough, but as you start to hang out with us more, you'll learn stuff about Drew and I that we generally will find ourselves in situations and with people that are way outside of our pay grade, <laughs> right, that we well. have no business hanging around. And I'll give you a case in point, and I will not mention any names. But last week we're at Summerfest and bump into a guy who's with another guy. And the other guy goes, hey, good to see you again. We were hanging out at the Springsteen show at uh, the Harley 105th. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I kind of remembered him. And, and uh, hey, good to see you again, blah, 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 blah. And then it comes back to me that this guy that I was talking to, I probably shouldn't have been talking to. Because he yeah. was way, He's a way high up ranking the food executive chain at, at a, a major, major international corporation. <laughs> I mean, we're talking floors that you need the key card to get to. And we were hanging at such and I'm like, yeah, whatever. So, uh, okay. Would you say that we're C students like that dabble and go to the C suite and hang with people in the <laughs> C suite, but we're C students? No, you're smart. You're great. Well, that's. I mean, if you can no, pull that off, but, it's you know. But no, you know what we are. We're the goofy cousin that's irresponsible. That the responsible p- members of the family are envious of because they wish true. they could be as irresponsible as so, we are. Yeah. Does David, that make sense? David, yeah. keep grinding out there. And then what I told this girl was she had like half a drink left, and I said something like, "Hey, chug that one, and I'll buy your next one." And she's just like, "What? What are you guys?" <laughs> What's wrong with you? She's like, what's wrong with you two? Like, well, there's nothing wrong we're with teenagers. Us. No. We just like to have a good time, and we laugh at ourselves because it beats everybody to the punch that wants to laugh. at Well, us. that's it. Yeah, I mean, so. we we start laughing at her. Yeah, yes. ourselves. That stops them from laughing at us. That's it. Right so there. now they're relegated to laughing with us or near us instead of at us. 
Exactly. It takes the sting or, off a little. Now my head hurts, KB. Now I'm like, and it's not because I had a whole bunch of Miller products this weekend. Now my head hurts because I'm trying to figure out who's laughing at with us, at us. We had a, on third. We oh, just had we had what could be a groundbreaking discussion today, um, off the air. Armin was at Summerfest last night. He yeah. stumbled by a stage and saw a performance by the former Dr. Noah Drake, aka Rick Springfield. Because we kind of did the uh, you know the hit 'em all stage thing yeah, last night. Yeah, you, you walked around and you yeah. watched a little bit of Rick Springfield. He's still getting it done at age sixty-eight. Rick Springfield is sixty-eight. By the way, I didn't win the free. We 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 were all betting on like who wins a free beer if you could guess his age. Because I was like, I I wasn't really in it because I was like, hey, how old do you guys think this guy is? I looked it up, and everyone was like uh, fifty-eight or so. How 62. old does that make Jesse's girl? Yeah, she's got to be Jesse's Jesse's mom. Road Jesse's hard put down wet, man. Jesse's <laughs> wow. girl's been worked over. Jesse's girl's got to be old too. So sixty-eight. Well, then it spun into a discussion of like, think of all the. I'm sure that he had a very large female gathering at his show. Yeah, he gave the mic to a lot of them, and I was like, I'm thinking you get the mic back in your hands. I'm thinking Rick Springfield has. Um, Let's just say, how can we say this delicately? A lot of notches on his guitar strap, if you will. The guy can write a pop hook, though. He, did, he can. He does the new thing that I'm seeing in a lot of shows now. They're taking the phones from people and doing like a video or a picture. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. But then the question is, okay, so if you had to ballpark it, with if Will Chamberlain is, what, is 20,000? Is Rick Springfield, does he live in that subdivision of having 20,000 I don't think women? so, because he got married and he was pretty faithful. Was he? Yeah. Well, well, but before his whole that, until he got divorced, <laughs> okay. and then he got divorced, and <laughs> that so, is the second time around, and even. that spun into all right. Who's our? Who's the uh, the living goat? Leader? The goat? <laughs> who's the living leader right now in sports or music? Who has been had the most um, romantic dalliances? Gene Simmons. Good question. Gene Ooh. Simmons is in the discussion. Simmons, Vic Jagger. I think Jagger's got to be the guy. I hey. think Jagger has got to be. KB, do you think when he was married and staying faithful, they wasted his prime? <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> they wasted his prime. One might say that. One might say that. We're an hour away from talking to Tom Hodricourt. They're trying to get Orlando Arcia primed by sending him to the minors again. Get to talk to Hodricourt about that. All-star voting, all that stuff. Still going to get to LeBron going to L.A. in a Huge. move that shocked just about nobody. Wait, what? <gasps> and the ramifications for the Bucks. I just, um, folks, be careful what you wish for. We told the guys from the rundown earlier that this is like when the Bucks fans celebrated getting the Celtics in the draw in the playoffs. Didn't work out that well. Bucks now, technically, they went from the seventh seed to the sixth seed. Still got some real estate to cover. We'll talk about that and more. Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson. All right, there's something about us distracting Armin. He was going to play Jesse's girl, and we were talking about Rick Springfield. He's 60 year, years old and still but a lot of female fans. The Gin Blossoms still are playing at Summerfest next weekend. But uh, I was gonna, we were talking about Rick Springfield, yeah. yeah. All right, we have some breaking news that's going to affect Armin. Uh-oh. And it's... Um, I'm a little nervous here. It's, uh, it's significant. I remember reading about this a while ago, but it became official uh, just yesterday. When you attend games and sporting events for the University of Wisconsin at the Cole Center, at Camp Randall, at any of the facilities there, Bree Stevens, wherever you go, 
uh, for the last several years, Armin's favorite beverage, RC Cola, oh. has been poured oh. in copious amounts. I'm drinking one right now. Diet Do- Dr. Pepper, RC. Diet RC. Yes, the 7-Up group. Okay. Yes. So what? Well. Did that, it, it's over? It's over, oh. baby. Well, the University of Wisconsin entered a five-year deal with Pepsi, and it is in place as of July 1st. It was approved way back in October. I forgot about this. But now, I mean, they might still have... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. RC and Dr. Pepper. Like, but now Pepsi is adding its products to the list at the Cole Center. Well, they won't and have, Camp Randall. They won't have Pepsi and RC, right? Now, no, way. no. The university also has a six-year contract with Gatorade, which, if I'm not mistaken, is a Coca-Cola product. But Gatorade is the product that they will have on the sidelines, on the towels, on the coolers. So they're serving Gatorade there. But I am not a huge fan of the Diet RC Cola. Yeah, I know you've told me this. You're not, and you're not a fan. And therefore, I'm, uh, now, Diet Dr. Pepper might be one of the better, stronger diet sodas. But I'm wondering if they'll somehow, some way, have a gun with Diet Mountain Dew because it's a Pepsi product. Because they have that at Miller Park now. They have Diet Mountain Dew. And I'm very happy about that development. But Pepsi has some pouring rights at Camp Roundel and the Cole Center. So there will be Pepsi products available. Y'all, uh, y'all get up. Just, like drink soda still all the time? I shouldn't, but we do I sometimes. Do. These guys do. do <laughs> I do a lot. We usually have one Diet Mountain Dew a day, uh, but I'm having an RC because when we were gone last week, someone drank all the Diet Mountain Dew out of our locker, out of our locker room. I've never had Diet Soda, so you can't look at me. I, I know, I'm Armin. not looking at you, Armin. I'm nah, not saying I, you I, I know, but I'm just right, Wait, wait. Uh, so Ritter from the country station on the hall, are you telling me like you look down at us because we're so unhealthy? I'm, I'm not looking down. I was, just, I was just curious. You're I, just amazed. I feel like I'm surrounded by most people that, that don't really right. drink so much soda. Right, so it's like out of vogue now. Yeah. It really is, and I know this because of uh, my daughter, the Sprout, who's in high school now. None of her friends drink soda. No. Like, None. I them. should have bought stock in LaCroix a long time ago. Oh, I go yeah. through so much of that in my house. Yeah, now it's still fizzy. Nope. It's fizzy water, and I know it's maybe not doesn't have... Uh, it, it might not have um, among the ingredients... Uh, what's, what's the what's the money ingredient here that we... Well, so what are the phenol... Brominated f- vegetable oil, yellow number five. Um, That's the color. <laughs> I mean, don't wrong. I still consume soda, but it's only as a wash for my liquor. There you go. It's I mean, citric a, acid. A diet it's Coke. citric acid is what I need. No, I, I drink Diamond Dew because I don't drink coffee. Oh, there you and go. It's my yeah, caffeine see. delivery system during the day. I'll drink two pots of coffee a day. Ah, well then there you go. So yeah. there's, there's the difference. And uh, you know, people wonder like, how can you not drink coffee? People uh, always ask me that too. I'm like an 80 year old Southern man though. Like I'll drink coffee at like five, six at night. I'm just thirsty. I'll oh, make a pot of coffee. My wife will see me grab a diet soda at like 9:30, and she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I covered baseball for." 15 years. Right. I don't need it. You, you don't think you think I'm not going to be able to sleep yeah, because right. I'm having <laughs> yeah. this. I used to mainline this stuff because I don't drink coffee and I would drink it constantly uh, through the night. And that doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect me. But this is my delivery system for caffeine. Now, if I go without, I've gone cold turkey. I, I, people said, oh, you'll be much healthier. You'll lose weight if you stop drinking diet soda. I'm like, oh, no way. So I stopped for a month. 
and I had a headache for the first day or two, and then it was like I had some Lacroix, or I had some some of that. Uh, what's the stuff you mix in with the water? Crystal the, light. No, no, no. The Mio, uh, the Mio, Mio yeah, the Mio. I started Kool-Aid? to do those, the little Mio uh, squirt bottles and stuff. That's not any healthier either. No. And it's like, wait, wait, this is like one of my few vices. I like a Diet Mountain Dew a couple times a day. I'm right. gonna keep drinking it. Bud Selig drinks like a 12 pack of Diet Coke a day, and he's going strong over 80 years old. Hey, John Daly and ripping packs of cigs. Yeah. So. But kudos, I'm very happy. I'm, I'm excited now. All due respect to our friends at Royal Crown and RC, they work hard. I just, I'm, I'm not a big fan of their diet soda product. No, that's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna miss so, you, RC, at the Camp Randall, but Pepsi. that's okay. Now, and it was, it became like a thing because Armin is such a fan of RC. He's so excited. They, they pour that at the Milwaukee Panther Arena, home of the Milwaukee mm-hmm. Admirals and UWM. They pour it there too because they have the rights there. Right. And when I would go do the to the Cole Center for a Badger game or to um, to Camp Randall, I would invariably take a picture of the, the tap sure. and send it to Armin yeah. and say, yeah, here you are, RC, this is your drink. I can't argue like intellectually that it's much better tasting than Coke or Pepsi. Coke's probably the, by a little bit the best tasting. But I love the novelty of the fact that it's still a third soda. It doesn't get much love. But it's still the Cola of Kings, and it's, hey, RC's still out there. Represent RC. Now, Ritter, if you're mixing it like with your dogs. favorite rum or something, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's, that's just that's it. It's perfect, a perfect vehicle for that. Yeah, then it's a, okay. It's a vehicle for a Crown little, Royal and Royal yeah. Crown. That's the Crown, Royal Crown. Crown Royal and Royal Crown. That's the one right there. <laughs> RC, the drink of kings. Yes, exactly. No, so I, I did see that. That um, that deal took place. Again, we were talking about deals of fiscal year and stuff, so July 1st, um, pouring rights. Are you going to try and sneak it in, like, your pants or something, Armin? So, Find a way to hide it in your belt line, just make yourself look like a you gave him on the way? Pants. Yeah, I think it's not, yeah. So, <laughs> for years, Pepsi's been the official beverage of Major League Baseball. Bud Selig drinks Diet Coke, and he would get, be seen. I remember around the strike time in the mid-'90s when they were having the strikes and stuff, he was always at his desk or as he's walking from uh, you know his car to the boardroom for meetings and stuff, he was always Sneaky carrying one. a Diet Coke, and Pepsi yeah. started to get pissed. Oh, wow. So they yeah. actually had a guy... We've talked about the jackbooted thugs at NCAA tournaments that make sure that you don't have a bottle or a cup that doesn't say Dasani right, on it or, or right. the official mm-hmm. NCAA cup. Well, they actually had a guy who was kind of assigned one of Bud's people was like had to get him a cup to pour that in because he's a Diet Coke guy and Pepsi spending millions of dollars to be the official drink and they didn't want to see him holding that can. That's interesting. So he had to have like a, a, a clear plastic cup or a red Solo cup or something. Right. They had to do something to get that out of the can. So because he so he couldn't be. He was that brand loyal, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, when you like people, something, you like when you're that old, yeah, well, there is an I mean, RC. A, I mean, that's yeah. true. That's a good point. There is a different taste. I'm just uh, surprised it took Diet Coke so long to make Diet Coke taste like Coke. Well, what do you mean the Coke Zero? The Coke Zero now. Thank you. Coke Zero is good. Thank you for finally making after 35 yeah, years a Diet distinct. Coke that tastes like Coke, a sugar-free I, Coke. There, there are for a while. I've known people that. Um, that are I, I like regular Coke and Diet Pepsi, or they cross over. Like with the the I like Diet Pepsi, but regular Coke. And there are people that cross, over, and I find that weird. That I never really think. All I know is that I'm drinking this RC, and it's like eating a bowl of sugar. Uh, yeah, I, and I'm I, yeah. I'm quite bothered by it. That's I true. Can't. There's definitely more sugar in this. Yeah. Full, and I've always said once you start drinking diet sodas, you can never go back. You can't. I can't either. Yeah, it's it's no just way. way too sweet. Too sweet. It's, I mean, I think I had my lap. Boy, it had been many years. I had one when I was in Jamaica this past year. I had gotten a weird situation, get caught on a boat. Probably. I had eaten all day. I needed to get some sort of energy. I, mean, I was like, oh, I'm low blood sugar. I'm like, I want uh, I just need regular Coca-Cola. And Boom. Then, then, with rum? No, no. Like, no. I just want with Coke rum. right now. Right. Just, just Coke. And I drank it, and I was like, this is horrible. This is so sweet. This yeah. is terrible. Or try it if you drink milk. 
It's jarring. Go to uh, Whole Milk if you drink 1%. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like drinking. You might as well just be sucking out a cow's udder. <laughs> oh, I love Whole Milk. I mean, mm. uh, we don't uh, uh, haven't had that at Stately Olsen Manor in many moons. Red Cap and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. There may there be some. There may be some. That's uh, some sugar for you right red there. Cap. Yeah. Red Cap. Red Cap. Wow. I've it never, I've never heard cap. that phrase. Yeah. Red Cap. Red Cap. Another gallon of uh, Red Cap. Yeah. <laughs> Another gallon of Red, red Cap. Red Cap, me bartender. No. Pop Red Cap for my homies. Oh, that's classic. How did we get here? Oh, we were talking about the pouring rights. That's right. All right. uh, 414-799-1920 is the phone number. While we're here, uh, KB, uh, the Twitter account, at Drew Olson Show, is the place where our daily poll resides. Now, every donkey with a sports talk show has a poll of the day. Ours just happens to be located in a strip club somewhere in the world. KB, where are we today? We followed LeBron to L.A. Oh. For the Body Shop stripper poll of the day. So, pretty simple. Everyone's getting their shopping list ready for the 4th of July. So what do you spend more money on for the 4th of July? Grillable meats, liquor and beer, fireworks, or fresh-baked pastries? Surprisingly, (laughs) no one is spending a lot of money on fresh-baked pastries. But they're missing out. I know. come on. The donut shops, come on. uh, They're running pretty close. In the lead at 50% is liquor and beer, followed by grillable meats, and then only 6% with fireworks. I'm I'm kind of happy about that because we we always say on this show plant your freak flag whatever you're into uh, you know belt out that guilty pleasure there shouldn't be a guilty pleasure because if you like it you like it right but right. the thing is I I don't understand and we'll talk about it I don't understand the guys who are going to spend you know four figures on backyards fireworks I, I I've, I've never gotten I've never well they get you know yeah. here's a here's a couple dollar bills so just give me a lighter on fire. And there you go Same that's thing. the way I look at it it's like really because well, I live. Yeah, I mean, why when you can shoot guns in the air? Uh, <laughs> in your neighborhood, right, right. I live three quarters of a mile from a uh, village park that has a great fireworks display that I can watch for free, and I don't have to do it in my backyard. Like, what's the advantage? It's not as good. Oh, you get to light them, but I, you get to light them and blow stuff up. Yeah, I don't have that gene. I, it's okay if I you agree. want to say I'm not a dude. I'm not a dude's dude. I don't. I don't. I, but, I, get, I get no joy. And so a friend of mine asked me today. He says, "Well, what do you do if you're at a party and uh, your buddy's got you know." F- Two grand worth of fireworks that he wants to blow off. I said, Good for him. when Watch. he starts it and everybody goes out and gathers, that's when I go inside and just crush what's left of the buffet. Or you know, exactly. I, I, I'm, oh, I'm eating the last of the taco dip and I'm crushing the rest of that because Note to I just don't need to see it. Well, I, I love the fact that you can buy fireworks anywhere next to a uh, interstate. Oh yeah, but none Wisconsin. of the communities—they're not legal to set they're them off. So you can buy them, but you can't blow them off. But tell you what, that's, uh, regardless or regardless, yeah. everybody knows. That the best fireworks are bought out of a trunk of a car anyway. That's true. Okay, that's the best true. of all things are bought out of the trunk of a car. I right. Generally, exactly. generally, yeah. So now, Ritter, as a uh, father of a young lad, I'm, I'm wondering because it, it, that always messes up sleep schedule. And if you're going to do the fireworks, do it after dusk. Do it at the at the prescribed time. But then you get people that are doing it on the second, the third, the yeah. sixth, the tenth. They're still fighting. You know, they're in the backyard. Everybody's got fire pits now, and I'm just. I always hated that, and my dogs for a time were afraid, deathly afraid of fireworks, and it was it messes you up, man. So do it during the time when you're supposed to do it, and then that's it, man. Cut it off. I feel like I'm lucky on my block and in my neighborhood. It's a lot of parents with young kids, and we all have animals. I think we all. I think it's a requirement, like within my four block radius, you have yeah, to yeah. have a dog, or you're not allowed. Um, we don't have that. I remember the last two years, there's not been. I can hear it in the distance. You know, I hear the. You know, it sounds like. Warfare in the distance, but we're lucky there in uh, Little East Tosa where I'm at. I see people popping them off all the time, and, and then you see them in the Fourth of July, your local community. There's just so many places. 
I, it, it's kind of fun to look at, but I'm not one of those that needs to wait outside and get a eight hour you know seat ready. I'm like I've seen fireworks. Yeah, like, I don't know. I never had the desire to buy any. It's like uh, you know. I could think of all the other things I'd spend money on and waste money on. It's not that. you got to go big if you're going to do it, right? I mean, everyone wants the big grand finale. If you're just going to fire off a few things in the backyard, you know, that's fine. But, I mean, you've got to take all the fireworks that you have and light them at once. That's what you need to do. There you go. Because we're all used to going to the Big Bang or something. You know, we're a major metropolitan area, and they're just, you get that huge grand finale. You just can't, you can't match that in your backyard. You have wars with each other. That's what we did as teenagers. Right. Bottle rockets, you shot them at each other. You threw firecrackers, you know, towards each other. Well, that That's was it. safe. Oh, absolutely. There you go. Thanks sa- for throwing that one out safe. there. Right? I'm saying yeah, don't okay, do it. Okay, it's 1 o'clock. You get to leave Listen, right now, have, and you I just only, drop that on hey, our I listeners. I have four fingers, okay? I still have, I still have four workable fingers. It's amazing no, we kid. all live through childhood. Classic. That's just it. I, I look at that and go, how stupid. And yeah. now, as your parent, you will find that you spend your whole life saving your child. <sighs> this, uh, That's can I, all can you I do. yell at him for the dumb things that I did? That's all you do right now. Just saving his life every day. That's all you do. Armin's giving me the wrap-up signal. Yeah. That means it's, it's the end of the first hour. It went fast. Ritter, thanks for dropping by. Absolutely. We appreciate it. There will be more. We'll talk to Tom Archcourt at 1.30. Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. It's Monday on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. On the sixth day, they rested. Summerfest is on a break today, so Drew and KB are back at the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex. They'll talk to Tom Hodricord of the Journal Sentinel about the Brewers, who split a series in the land of Chile. They'll also talk about LeBron James' move to L.A. and continue a cliffhanger of their new game, What is these animals? And now, for the first time in days, they're not wearing sunscreen or sipping beer. Here's Drew and KB. Ceiling is the roof. Bongo, 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 bongo. Vinyar Smith, get pasta. Got a you know nipple twister. You know, just hanging out. Just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I don't even know. He's the man. I respect the scorpion. Oh wow, what is going hand up, Woody? Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Well, actually, I do like Braun better than Aaron Rodgers. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shits. Oh you know what I'm saying? Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the It's the Monday edition of the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, broadcasting live from the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex. As Big Voice Guy said, it's a break from Summerfest. We kind of needed it. I'm Drew. To my right, my buddy KB. What's going on, brother man? What's going on is it's backed off a little bit from the sweltering upper 90s heat that we had. That was, uh, or if you're from the East Coast, 90s. Nine. 90s, uh, yeah. 90s. Uh, it was really hot over the weekend. And Summerfest, I think that, I don't know if it depressed attendance. It might have had a, a factor. The rain yesterday definitely did. Bob Babish, vice president of entertainment, told us 
They'll take the heat as long as it's not raining. And it rained yesterday and was hot. But the thing is, man, it's hard to drink beer. He was right. The perfect beer drinking temperature is probably after 82 degrees. When it gets north of there, it starts to go down. It was a scorcher. It was awful. I, uh, you could, I, I had a lot of beers on Saturday, and it was so hot that you just sweat them right out. And I guess that's one advantage. You don't have to worry about going to the restroom because you're just sweating it out. I couldn't. You can't stay hydrated. I bet. I'm sure from talking to food and beverage people down there that uh, beverage sales, beer sales, drop off when it gets really hot. But they sell water. And well, I we, wonder if they make it up. We did learn. We did learn. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That the optimal beer drinking temperature is 82 degrees. Yeah, for the festival. That's when they sell the most. Yep. What do you think that... Do you think there's an effect on food as well in that sense? I can't imagine people in 95 degrees wanting to eat a big plate of spaghetti or something like that. Yeah. You know? I wonder about that because you're just... It was tough, man. Well, I know that when I would go to Arizona, I would not you you drop. I would drop weight if I was out there for a ten twelve well, day period because you don't eat the same. You as just soon don't. as you fly right. into General Mitchell, they pack ten pounds on you. Oh, right, yeah. they just get uh, it. That's to you. just like, it's, we call that the Wisconsin filter or Wisconsin plates um, because you can just tell. And it's evolutionary to an extent, right? Because of our cold, cold winters. If you live in a climate where six months of the year it's ninety degrees or more. Invariably, you're going to not be as heavy. You could just like that's just survival more. instinct. You're right. outside more, and you just don't you just don't need the extra padding that we have here. So that's our excuse, and we're sticking with it. Uh, thanks everybody at Summerfest. We'll be back out there Tuesday. We're off Wednesday, so Tuesday, Thursday, Fridays. Your chances to see us at the big gig from noon to three, just uh, to the side of the U.S. Cellular Connection stage, which is fantastic. Very very well done. Well appointed. Um, it was great to see a lot of friends and smart and good-looking listeners out there over the weekend, and we'll be back. We look forward to it. In the meantime, boy, oh, boy, we got stuff to talk about. we got Brewers to talk about. Tom Hardercourt joins the show at 1.30. LeBron packed his bags, went to L.A. i got to say, you, you people, are there's hot takes all over the interwebs and stuff. My hot take is thank you, LeBron, for making this decision quickly and not dragging it out and holding the entire NBA offseason hostage. Thanks. He knew he was going. Right. He's he known for a while. Time. He made the move. Not three, not four, not five. No, none of that. We didn't no. have that. Uh, not six, seven, eight. Can he go to a ninth straight NBA Finals? Can he take L.A. to a, to the Finals? Can well, he get past Golden State? This would be one of the most impressive, obviously, because of that. I mean, he hasn't been in the West yet. So, you know, getting through Houston and then, obviously, Golden right. State. Scale, scale of 1 to 10, how shocked were you by LeBron going to L.A.? Zero? Yeah, very low. Two very maybe. low. Yeah. All right. So then, Not shocked. scale of 1 to 10, what are the chances that LeBron brings L.A. a title? That Magic Johnson is deemed a genius for bringing in LeBron, and that Magic brings that city back to prominence and back to championship status. 1 to 10, what are the chances? I'm going to say in his whole tenure, there are seven. There's a chance. Mm. There's a good chance because just because he's so good and he's going to attract uh, uh, that's players. That's about where I am too. KB, where are you? Probably about an eight, seven, eight. 
Because something's going to happen, and it's going to fray in Golden State. I mean, Steve Kerr's got it going on now, and right. they're all for one, but they'll, they're going to get bored. The phrase would be fat and happy. They're going to get bored. They're going to get injured. They're going to get older. Yeah, things Something's going to happen. So. Salary caps. And I still wonder, you know, I wonder about Durant and how long he'll stay there. I know he he wasn't one of the original guys, and the, yeah. the GM makes those side snide I wonder comments. If he'll go to Washington or something. Yes, you know? anything could change. So who knows? All right. So all right. So LeBron's out of the East. Bucks fans are celebrating. I would just say pump the brakes just a little bit. The idea, like LeBron's gone, now we're going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, Boston might have something to say about that. Philadelphia might have something to say about that. Toronto might. Indiana might. You know, the, the, Washington. Did the Bucks really make a quantum leap just because LeBron left? Bucks actually played Cleveland pretty well during the regular season. They generally gave him a handful. Yeah, they did. It wasn't that bad. Most likely what the Bucks season was when they were really good, they were good. When they were bad, they so, were bad. You can make a case, although you'll get some blowback, that the Bucks have the best player in the East. But that doesn't always mean that you're going to win, you know, and, and and win playoff series and and progress through the, the tournament. The Bucks haven't necessarily improved. You know, it's not well, not necessarily addition by they, subtraction. They here. improved because the guy on the bench is better. Right? Well, right, but I'm saying, you know, LeBron leaving hasn't made the team any better. Right. We didn't add anything is what you're, right. just because he left. It does. It just. I think what it does is it makes it more open. If you're in the yeah. playoffs and you're a contender, there's not that, that one Bowser type figure that's keeping everyone back. You know. Well, I mean, the Celtics are going to get some key guys but back. They're going to be now. Now the Celtics are going to run run the neighborhood. They're going to run the block probably. That's the well. And then Philly's think. up and coming. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. What's a realistic What's a realistic place for the Bucks now? Are they the fourth best team in the East? If they get to the four seed, like that's the goal. I think it's time to expect them to at least win a playoff series in four or five. So seed. to do that, they got to get a four seed, right? Yeah, or five, four or yeah. five. You'd like to have the home game, but four or five, I'd say. Yeah. I, so we shall see. I just I see everybody, uh, you know, in the quick, instant, quick and dirty react. People saying, "Oh, the Bucks are going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals now." It's all let's pl- let's plan the parade. Like, oh, I don't know about that. And it reminds me, and it seems like seems like a year ago. But um, remember when the Bucks were in the playoffs? Somebody put up a, a meme the other day. Don't bitch about how hot it is because on April 18th we had like a foot of snow. Snow, right. When the Bucks made the playoffs this year, everybody's like, oh, great, we got Boston. Awesome. We can get past them. We can make it to the second round. Didn't work out that way. It didn't, although, no. I mean, they, they took did, them deep. They took them seven games. Took so who, them seven. But who knows if that was their best chance? I mean, I wonder if they played Philly, would they have won or would they have lost in five? It's hard to say. Because Philly lost to, to Boston, but they played well in the first series. But you're right. The assumptions people make so far are from reality a lot of times, and this is that's a good example of yep. one of them. I'm wondering. So, um, now, And now it's the question of, okay, so what do they do? How do they get Kawhi to... To L.A. Because right. Paul George, amazingly... I couldn't believe that. ...stayed with Oklahoma City. It seemed like that was a done deal. I thought it was all a package thing. But so does LeBron even need a package? Look at the stiffs he's dragged in the past, you know, in Cleveland. Well, that was good enough to win the East, but I don't think it'll be good enough with this well, Laker here, group to win the West. We talked we we talked about a, a bit about this last week that it's become, you know, there's almost player collusion, superstar collusion. Are we seeing the beginning of? Middle of you know middle of the country mid market teams becoming irrelevant in the NBA. 
Because the sk- like the gap's getting wider with the haves and yeah. the have-nots, right? It's I mean, just going to be totally irrelevant unless any of these stars choose to stay. You know, choose to go to a smaller market team. They're all choosing to go together, and they're not they're, going to, right? I don't know. That's that's a problem the NBA has to face. They've been facing, I think, for a while the super team era. So what they should do is you split the team, you split the NBA into two leagues, and you relegate. Oh, now there's a Maybe. hot take for you. You know, so, but it doesn't matter. So now it's going to be all the major market teams where guys want to play, and then they're going to go, they're going to twist the arms of the GMs and the owners to bring the guys they want to play with there. And you're going to have teams like you know Milwaukee and and probably Charlotte and and the teams in the middle that are just going to get totally screwed. Well, here's the here's the thing that may or may not depress people further, is that um, a lot of people have said, well, Giannis has proclaimed his love for Milwaukee, right. Right, and he's you know, couldn't imagine being at least for else. the next three years. Well, exactly, and then a lot of people will say, "Well, Giannis is getting to a level where guys will want to come and play with Giannis, and to arena and all that stuff." Right? Yeah, he's but the- but guys will want to come to Milwaukee to play with Giannis. Were they were they lining up to go to Cleveland to play with LeBron? Right? Did, they, they did they, that happen? I mean, he maneuvered and made some trades when he in his role as coach GM. It's a good point, superstar. But were they? Was there a line of superstar players wanting to go to that middle of the country market? That you know? No, when he was when he was in Miami, they did, but not Cleveland. I mean, they when they got Kevin Love, that was a trade. They okay, a so why 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 in so, Miami? It's the, the location, right? Yeah, because it's well, Miami. It's sexy, yeah. Well, and, right. uh, He only he took Bosch with him, but we're again like once he's there, guys, I I just don't see it. So I think that's fantasy too. Like LeBron's gonna, I mean, Giannis is gonna be. So established, he's he's amazing. We got to enjoy him while we can, but the idea that he's going to be here and that other players are going to want to come and sign in Milwaukee, like right. again, we talked about it the um, Friday. It had LeBron sign with the Bucks. That that's again, I go back to the Reggie White thing being one of the most amazing sports stories of our lifetime. Reggie White signed with the Packers. So yeah, I and mean at that, the that's time what, well, that... that was that would be like LeBron signing with the Bucks, and that was a tipping point. Point for 20 years of success. Now, let me throw this at you. Giannis has got three years left, right? Yeah. Let's say, you know, it gets to the end of the three years, and all of a sudden he's out because, you know, he's a superstar. Does that make uh, the new arena look like it was a complete waste of money? No, by then it'll be cost of doing business. I mean, they, they needed it because... No, I know they needed it, yeah, but, could, but no. would you have the threat of an empty building? I don't know. I mean, if you don't win some playoff stuff, you could have an empty building with you. Right. Yes, you could. Right. I mean, it just, I don't know that that's, nah. I, I think the, the building has its own momentum. The Brewers moved into a new building and then lost 106 games. Right. And then it didn't really cripple them. It allowed them to suffer. It allowed them to survive that. Whereas if the Bucks had you know, a couple more seasons of losing 50 games in the Bradley Center, They've that, been gone. They needed a new arena. Been, that would have been tough. That was yeah. the first step. It has to, you know, and we, as we talk about this, Giannis was on uh, Colin Coward today, and he asked if he'd ever leave Milwaukee, should the Lakers come calling? Because LeBron went there. He goes, honestly, no way. My goal is to win in Milwaukee, bring a championship to the city. I would never leave for L.A. Okay, so well, there, there we go. Right. He said, I love Milwaukee. It's a low-profile city. I'm a low-profile guy. We go together. So this is the type of stuff that gets Bucks fans excited. But we just don't know if he's going to feel this way his whole career. So it's dangerous Love. to proclaim. Look, Giannis will always be here. Giannis also and why <laughs> took a took a swipe today at uh, at Skip Bayless because he did. Right. Skip declared that Joel Embiid is now the best player in the East, and Giannis, you know how hard he works, and he's a he's a freak in many ways. 
But he took that and said um, he, he uh, thanked Skip for the motivation. It's uh, hashtag Monday motivation. He didn't. He was just he was just motive hashtag motivation. Right. He said that's all I needed for this summer. Thank you, Skip. So it's Giannis Twitter, took yeah. that personally. And oh, uh, by the way, Giannis is on the cover of NBA 2K, which I think is a big deal. Although I, I think don't have, there's no curse there. Yeah, there's, there's no, no NBA there. 2K curse, is there? No, he's no. There's the no first international yeah, player right. ever ever featured on the cover of uh, NBA 2K. So that's cool. Which surprised me. I guess like Dirk's never been on there and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. a big deal. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Weren't you talking to Joel Finkelman before? And he said it wasn't really. We disagreed a little bit. I think the NBA 2K is very popular amongst NBA fans, and it's their big marketing machine. I don't know. I think it's a huge sign. I mean, again, Giannis is. We know he's an All Star. He's a starter. Right. Now probably the leading vote getter in the East. And he's got a worldwide appeal, obviously, with the European aspect of things. And he's going to have his new shoe dropping soon. Yeah. And when's the last time a Buck has ever had a signature shoe? Never, I think. Um, I don't think Ray or Glenn had their own shoe. That's a good question. That's Glenn for, might have. That's for the sneaker Nelly. Yeah. That's it. Well, we had fish ties. Well, yep. We'll have uh, the sneakerheads can answer that for us. But, you know, as things are going in a direction for the Bucks, but I don't know that LeBron leaving Cleveland really is that big a game changer. I mean, again, they're, they're, they're in the middle of the playoff pack now until they take that next step. They still have to do it themselves. They still have to get yes. better and win by themselves. Get better and win games and, and prove yourself at that next step, which they've yet to do. I like where they're headed, but this isn't an automatic ticket to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think we can all agree on that. Tom Autocourt's going to join the program today at 1.30 to talk about the Brewers. Kind of a misguided, rough end to their series in Cincinnati. But they're right back at it against the Twins tonight at Miller Park. Autocourt's coming up in about 15 minutes. Thanks for hanging out with us. The non-Summerfest edition of the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. LeBron, welcome to Los Angeles. This is so exciting that you're coming to the city of stars. And you're without any doubt going to be the biggest star of all, on the court and off the court. I love it. Arnold is excited. L.A. needed this, right? LeBron to the Lakers. If you got Arnold excited, come on. L.A. needed this. Yeah, L.A. Yeah, L.A. was just so downtrodden and down and out. L.A. needed this. What's LeVar Ball going to say about this? I'm still waiting. Well, <laughs> that'll be interesting. He'll wait until they trade Lonzo to San Antonio to bring Kawhi. Right. Is Kawhi the next step? I mean, what is the next step? Paul George shocked the world by staying with Oklahoma City. I still don't understand that. His contract perplexing me. That whole move is perplexing. I think it's definitely Kawhi because it's pretty obvious. Wolf just said it. He wants to go there. But the thing is, he's not a free agent. So he has to try and force a trade. Would San Antonio trade him to L.A.? That's the thing. Sure, if the package is right. You know that Kyle uh, Kuzma and they got some players, have, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, they have young talent for sure. Yeah, they got some, they got some throw, players around LeBron. Throw a pick in there. You know that Lonzo's got to be gone. You, he's got to be. Maybe. Maybe. Can you maybe. cut a guy in the NBA? Because I can't imagine LeBron going there and putting up with all that crap around him. Let's put it this way. I mean, he's no, seriously. I, I know what you mean, right. He's he, got to be gone. It's like, I'm not going to walk right. into that freak show. I'm bigger than he'll ever be. And I don't need this guy trying to you know, mess with what. Well, to quote yeah. a famous sports umpire, Lonzo's ass is in the jackpot. That's, there you <laughs> go. Let's take a spin through what's happening now. we got Tom Hodgkin coming up. What's now, up, sir? 
Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? We passed it. When? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? What's Happening Now is brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds on 76th and Layton in Greenfield and Green Tree in Port Road in Glendale. RobertHackDiamonds.com. Boom! Remember when they had the sale of memorabilia from the Bradley Center and Armin was uh, lusting after Christian? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Gucci skates. And, uh, <laughs> That's true, yes. A signed Dominic Mochienu poster, and there were other things that were for sale. What's going to happen to the 10-story LeBron banner that hung on the side of a Sherwin-Williams-owned building in downtown Cleveland? It was huge. Yeah. It was LeBron with the Nike logo and the powder. And on the back of his jersey, it said Cleveland. They're taking it down. Well, I would think, right? Already. It's coming down today. So what happens to it? Well, it's got to. This happened last time, too, right? It did. They took took it down in 2010. So when he joined the Heat. Yeah, but this this departure was probably inevitable. I don't think it's as painful for Cleveland than the last one. Right. Especially since he did win a title there. They so. won a title. So, therefore, yeah, it's, it's nowhere near as bad. But it's just interesting that uh, they're coming to grips with it. A lot easier to take this time around. And as I saw someone pointed out, um, LeBron played 1,001 games in his career in a Cavs uniform. It's a lot of games. They had a lot of chance to enjoy him. He'll probably likely never be back. But he brought him a title, and he... Gave him a good run, and I think people are a lot more at peace. Even though I saw some idiots burning jerseys, they're a lot more at peace with it this time around. But what you really need to know, Armin, are you stressed? Do you feel stressed sometime? I do sometimes, Okay, yeah. well, taking a break from social media for just five days can reduce that stress. Hmm, maybe I should the, do that. Yeah, the Journal of Psychology found that people that spend hours on social media can lead to feelings of non-productivity and unhappiness. If people that quit for five days also feel like, okay, man, I'm not stressed at all. Life is good, but they also decrease, feel decrease in the sense of well-being. So hmm. it's like the fear of missing out. FOMO. So, FOMO is so, good. It's one of the uh, strongest urges now, fear yeah. of missing out. So it's nothing. Um, there's This just uh, goes to reinforce that there's nothing good about social media. It either makes you, it makes you feel bad and it makes you feel good. And if you're off of it, it makes you feel better, but then it makes you feel bad. Yeah, but it's like our buddy Johnny Vegas, right? Fear of missing out. His what's his whole theory? What are you going to do? Stay home and on the on your deathbed go remember that night I stayed in. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. It's true. What's happening now? World Cup soccer earlier today. Brazil beat Mexico two nil, and we have no score between Belgium and Japan. They're twenty three minutes in. Armin has predicted a rout by Belgium. I think they're much better, but you never know, right? With soccer. It's the beautiful game. Uh, The games have been great. Yesterday we had a couple games decided by penalty kicks. The tournament is heating up. I've had fun watching it. And public service announcement, if you're around me and the subject comes up, don't just go, who cares? Soccer. Because the world cares. And if you open your mind, you can see that there is some value. Plus, what else is going on? But what you really need to know, 
Raidwan Faid has been serving a 25-year sentence in France for a failed robbery during which he had police officer was killed. Last weekend, in a kick-ass escape, a helicopter landed in the courtyard of the prison where he was being held. Two gunmen jumped from the helicopter, went into the visitor's room where he was uh, waiting for his brother. They escorted him to the helicopter, blew off smoke bombs to obscure the views of cameras, and took off, carrying him to safety. The helicopter flew to a nearby area where it was found by police totally burned out. That's some Tom Cruise-like that, that stuff. Some, wow. How Mission Impossible ass, no stuff. Doubt. Whoa. But this is his second prison break. In 2013, he took four guards hostage as a human shield, destroyed multiple doors with explosives. In less than 30 minutes after rising, uh, arriving at a prison he was going into in northern France, police have described him as extremely dangerous, and you should take care in approaching him. Wow. What's happening now? Um, some of these guys might have to escape from incarceration. After a massive brawl at the FIBA World Cup Asian qualifier in the Philippines today, Thon Maker of the Bucks was involved. 13 players ejected for fighting. This was crazy. This brawl broke out in a game between uh, the Philippines and Australia, and it was epic. Australia's leading 79-48, four minutes to play in the third quarter, and a foul in the lane halted play. Uh, Daniel Kicker took exception to foul on his teammate, launched an elbow at an unsuspecting member of the Philippines team who had thrown a cheap shot. Both benches emptied, and it got crazy. If you haven't seen it yet, social media blew up about this. Um, there were chairs thrown. It was a melee. And uh, Thon was throwing kicks and looking like uh, Kareem doing karate back he, in the day. He looked like, uh, you know, the kid that is just learning how to play Mortal Kombat and doesn't own any other button except jump kick? Yeah. He was just jumping around and... And just kick it, right. So, um, yeah, it was kind of a mess. Andrew Bogut weighed in on Twitter saying how ridiculous it was was that the Philippines team, like, Philippines ended up with, like, three guys playing because that's all they had. And then they were down to, like, basically one guy after foul outs, and they called the game at that point. Um, It it seems like people are holding the Philippines mostly at fault. uh, It was mostly their fault. And um, Bogut was saying how lame it was that they they were taking selfies, that they were down 30, and they were taking selfies uh, on the sideline. So... Yeah, bad blood. You got to get to that video. We'll post it at uh, Drew Olson Show Facebook page. You need to see it. It's uh, it's really long, and as sports brawls go, it's like holy cow. It is. It's one of the most kick-ass sports brawls of all time. It really is. Anyway, but what you really need to know: the government of Nepal recently lifted its ban forbidding double amputees from climbing Mount Everest, which was good for 69-year-old Xiao Biu Boyu Xiao Biu of China. Because he was finally able to fulfill his lifetime goal. He had made four previous attempts to scale Mount Everest. In 1975, he ended up giving his sleeping bag to a sick climber, ended up suffering from frostbite, which required amputation of his feet. Later on, both his legs were amputated due to complications. He went up and he tried to do it. Then they banned double amputees. He finally reached the peak May 14th. I wouldn't even go anywhere. I would not even want to fly over. Everest. Wow. I watch those. I like watching those documentaries of people trying to climb Everest, and you know, well, the the Sherpas they scurry up and down that thing like it was. You know, go upstairs and get me my right. They've done it some water bottle. Yeah. They're just flying up and down that thing. But I mean, you watch these people and they're up there and it's forty below and they can die and they only have as and then people die up there and they just leave them there because they can't take them down. So you're going to trying to scale the summit and there's dead people all over the place. And it's like, I'm going to do that as a double amputee. It's amazing. No. Well, no, but... Here's a harrowing story for you from Thailand. A soccer team, 
12 boys and a coach. The boys between the ages of like 12 and 16, and the coach is 25. Okay. Disappeared a, a month ago. They were exploring a cave in northern Thailand, and then it partially flooded. Team retreat? They've been trapped in this cave for a week. They've been located oh my gosh. by divers and stuff, making one last push to find them all alive. Wow. But they haven't gotten them out yet, and they still the situation is still precarious. Reminds me of the Chilean miners. Chilean miners. I'll never forget that. That they could make a movie well, out of Well, and then all of a sudden, the first thing that I went to when you said soccer team, it's like, have they eaten each other yet? Uh, not Remember yet. Remember that? Not yet. There are many challenges to getting them out um, to evacuate them or to get them supplies uh, where they are. There's all kinds of challenges, but at least they've been found. And well, if the diver is, uh, found them. This is a story that's uh, been where? captivating uh, Thailand. Thailand. Yeah. So if the the divers must have gotten to him, right? Yeah, I don't know how sure, they found him or heard him or where the the precariousness of the cave. I'm not right. sure, but uh, might have been an avalanche or something of rocks or uh, epic. Yeah, epic story. Um, Thai Navy SEAL divers have been and people from other countries have been working to try to. There's a narrow passageway. They're all trying to get them out. So let's hope that they uh, let's hope that they get out. It's gonna be a hell of a story. But what do you really need to know? The next time you travel, Netflix is uh, now offering nap pods. In airports for Netflix oh and chill. Oh yeah, boy. private capsule-style units to be installed in public spaces, uh, airports, hotels, railways, bus stations, shopping centers. Swipe a card, step in, you get total privacy and comfort. You can watch Netflix, air conditioning, sound reduction technology, and mood lighting, all designed to relieve stress. What if you're going to miss a flight, then? I'd be stressed. Have you got a long layover? Can you get an alert or something if your flight has changed? Or Oh, plane's in. They even uh, they even pump in air that eliminates 100% of unpleasant smells. You know what? You better have a hazmat team go in. Oh, yeah, for what, what's going to happen Right. There? You yeah. better have a hazmat team go in after everybody gets done with their 20-minute session or whatever it is, how many hours are in there, yeah. and scrub that thing down before I'm going anywhere near that. Probably a good it's call It's like the Sybaris. Yeah, probably a good call Okay, who's, part, yeah. who's ever going who's in? Who's cleaning the pool suite? In the Sybaris. Uh, uh-uh. What's no. happening now? It actually happened over the weekend. Jerry Kelly flirted with uh, victory at the U.S. Senior Open, but lost to David Toms uh, by one stroke. Jerry Kelly's weekend, um, they're in Colorado Springs, KB. They're at the Broadmoor. And the putting, they were talking about how difficult the greens were. Um, Jerry Kelly shot 72. In the entire tournament, he didn't make a putt of more than 12 feet. Well, that's the Green's, USGA. That's what Green's they love. had the field perplexed for the entire thing, and then finally, Tom's rolled in a 15 footer to take the lead on 16. So and then a 20 footer on uh, to save par on 17. So that there there it was, and David Thomas beat Jerry Kelly, but he was right. And he, you know he was in contention at the AmFam at University Ridge, and then took it to the wire here in the uh, in the Senior Open. There's been a resurgence in his career on the uh, Champions Tour, if you will. Yeah. And and KB doesn't it? It's always when it comes to golf, always comes down to putting. It always is. Yep. It always comes down to putting. Uh, and finally, what you really need to know: a working manuscript of the lyrics to "Born to Run" has sold at auction. Eighty thousand, two hundred and fifty. Oh my wow. god! Epic. Yeah, the buyer isn't known. Uh, the seller had it. Um, guy from Bloomberg had it. He sold it. He had bought it in two thousand and thirteen. Um, for one hundred ninety-seven thousand, so sold it oh, for two fifty. Wow. Good investment. All but right. if you got something like that, you know, 
Is it an investment? Or? Donate it to the Rock Hall of Fame. You know? Right. Put it, put it in Cleveland. They'll give him something to do while LeBron's gone. That's what's happening now. What's happening next? We'll talk to Tom Hodgecourt of the Journal Sentinel. Catch up with him about the Brewers who are in action tonight. They're going to be wearing some red, white, and blue unis, I believe. That's the color scheme. Brewers against the Twins this evening. Hodgecourt's next on the Drew Olson Show. Powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. to serve you at the corner of Gammon and Odana. Tom is also presented by Left's Lucky Town, 72nd and State Street in Wauwatosa. A great place to watch games, eat wings, and hang out with Drew and KB. Drew and KB with you. The iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex. Very happy to be joined by our good buddy Tom Hodgecourt of the Journal Sentinel. Tom, the Brewers have mastered the art of the four-game series split where you win the first two and lose the last two. What's up with that? Well, that's not something you really want to master. <laughs> it's not. Now, all right, I'm going to give him yesterday because Matt Harvey was throwing like 95, 96, and he looked like the uh, Mets-era Matt Harvey before our um, homage to him in our bathrobe party, right? <laughs> our Armin remembers. Well, yes. I mean... Look, look at yes. I think we need to look at the lineup he was facing too. No Kane, no Yelich, no Aguilar. Shaw with one wrist, and um, Braun just back from a back issue. So, and he's the one that prevented the eleventh shutout with a home run in the ninth. So, this this they're not exactly operating at full strength right now. I, I was asking myself the question yesterday: Can you both be in first place and be a hot mess? And what did you come up with? Can they? They are. Yes, they can. <laughs> My goodness. You know, they're calling up they're calling up uh relief pitchers every day, Bronco Nagurski and uh Aaron Wilkerson. Um it's um Nagurski. you know, they're 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 scrambling right now. They're scrambling personnel wise right now. They are beat up. They got two weeks they still they still have to cover two weeks uh, to get to the all star break without a day off. And it's not gonna be easy. The first the first week of the three weeks in a row without a day off was kind of tough, it looked like. And, all right, the Twins come to town. Brent Suter tonight. Start the uh, the fun and festivities. Then they got that very rare uh, Tuesday afternoon game, a 3 o'clock game on a Tuesday because of the third and the yeah. fireworks and stuff around Milwaukee. Yeah, the one type of day that all the hitters hate playing, 3 o'clock because of the shadows. They're going to do it two days in a row. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're going to get on then again on Saturday. So three three o'clock games this week. <laughs> Who are they? The Cubs? Yeah, really. What up with that? And they'll be wearing the red, white, well, and blue unis too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm looking forward to July fourth because a lot of the honor of the uh, honor flight uh, military veterans are coming out there, including the one I accompanied uh, to Washington. So that's gonna be a, a great day. But um so so Let's look at this matchup they've got starting tonight. The Twins, I think I read in uh, uh, today that the Cubs scored double figures in every game of a series for the first time since 1930. Does that sound right? That sounds about right. Well, so now you got so now a team comes in whose pitching staff can't get anybody out against the injury thin lineup having trouble scoring. Who has the who has the advantage there? Well, the home team, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you got to admit that's an interesting matchup. 
an injury-thin team having trouble scoring against a team having trouble stopping teams from scoring. It well, you're right. This is a slog. They have no off days. They got the Braves coming in after the Twins. This is um, they're good. <laughs> yeah, and the Braves are good, and the Braves you know, are the good. Braves, uh, oh, yeah, the Braves overtook them over the weekend for best record in the league. You know, the Brewers no longer have the best record in the league. The Braves do. And with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Again, like, how are they doing it? I guess that's the question we should be asking. Is like, how are they sticking it? How, how are they keeping it together? Well, the, tw- the, 20, the 2018 Braves are the 2017 Brewers. They're a rebuilding team that's ahead of schedule. You know, and, uh, they've got a whole bunch of young guys, and um, they're just ahead of schedule. So it'll be interesting to see what they do at the All-Star break. If they, uh, I mean, excuse me, before the trade deadline. It'll be interesting to see if they add or just, you know, remember how modest the Brewers were last year at the trade deadline compared to the Cubs who went and got Jose Quintana. So it's uh, well, it, it that, takes a it takes a bold move for a rebuilding team to start giving up prospects. That begs the question right. because you posed it in a column just the other day. Now I'm always confused because you get the tree killing edition of the paper, and when it appears online, they don't really generally jive. But a couple of days ago, you wrote. Should the Brewers get a bat or an arm? In you know, in, in, in the what should they trade for leading up to the deadline? Now, does the calculus change based on you know Davies and Nelson having kind of you know muddled injury futures? Yeah, I, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, that Davies thing kind of came out of nowhere, right? He's rehabbing a shoulder injury and then hurts his back. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. Um, I think we'll and, find out something in the next day or two about him. But uh, yeah, all of a sudden he's not coming back. And now Jimmy Nelson, it almost so. seems like they're preparing themselves to say, "We'll see you in 2019." Well, he's not off of a mound yet, so how, how can you say he's coming back this year? You know, when he's not even off of a mound yet. So maybe he'll get off of a mound here soon and be back in the second half. But you. Um, uh, you know, general managers that you and I know all the way back, you know, to uh, Harry Dalton and Sal Banner, they always, and then on to Doug Melvin and now David Stearns, they always tell you the same thing. You can't count on what you don't have. You know, that's a recipe for disaster to say, well, we think we're going to have so-and-so. Uh, most, most good general managers don't plan on what they're not sure of. So right now they can't plan that for sure that they'll have Jimmy Nelson. So... So that goes back to the original question. What do they need, an arm or a bat? A lot of drums beating for Manny Machado, um, which would solve yeah. some problems, but he'd be a rental and it'd be I, expensive I rental. That. I don't see that. Yeah, I don't see that. Do you? With this I, I, group, I, don't. I don't see that. I don't because they do have a, a they do have a lot of talent in their farm system, but to do it to spend it on a rental player at this juncture, just as as much as you'd like to see him, 
you know, that bat in the lineup, it'd be pretty amazing. You got him, Kane, right. Yelich, Braun, Aguilar. That's a pretty freaking good lineup. But I just don't see it, the cheap. price for the for the rental. Well, so then the question is: Is he the missing? That, if you have Yelich, Kane, Braun, Shaw, Aguilar, Aguilar, and adding Machado, is it is it that big of a missing piece that it's going to absolutely have the team explode when you've got those other five guys? I mean, it's going to make well, that much of a difference. Yeah. Well, that's what you have to tell yourself, KB. If you make any kind of move like that, you have to tell yourself, this guy's taking us to the World Series. He's not getting the Not he's going to take us to the wild card. He's the World Series. If you're going to sell the farm for one guy, you have to, because that's the only trade-off that's worth it. You know, I, I used to um, laugh at the people who asked, was it worth what the Brewers traded for CC Sebastian? I said, really? How yeah. can you even ask such a stupid question like that? They've been in the playoffs for 26 years. Of course, it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> but if you sell the farm, if you sell the farm for a rental now, um, you know you better go to the World Series. <laughs> you know you better get there because some future years might be bleak. These guys just don't operate that way. What what is the David Stern's mantra? Uncontrollable talent, right? Yep, yep. I mean, collect it. So, well, I mean, well look at that's what really the, that's what St. Louis would do for years and years and years. They were never really mortgaging their future. Well, the thing about St. Louis is that they would go trade for guys and then keep them. <laughs> right? Like they they would back up the truck and go get a guy, and then he'd be on their team for the next couple of years. Like find a find a way to keep him. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if any I wonder if any team could trade for Manny Machado and then think that they were going to keep him. Maybe the Cubs or the Dodgers, you know. Yeah, that'd be about it. Um, or or the Nationals thinking the that they're going to lose Bryce Harper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they have Trey Turner. I mean, I don't think they're looking for a shortstop. No, so, um, no, but uh, it, it, it's a small so, market. But I, I just uh, so it's fascinating. The internet, there's. There's an internet report out there that Nate Orff is coming up with. So, you know that turns out to be true. I'm trying. You know, this is a guy that has Gosh. been in the system for years, and there there was even a free Nate Orff movement out there online. I know Brewers <laughs> fans have been just calling he, for that. He to dominated at spring training. He was incredible. People have been just waiting for Nate Orff. The amount of times I've heard the name Nate Orff from Brewers fans, it's like my baseball yeah. people and, told and, me and, Nate Orff. You know, he's not. He's not a. Yeah, he's not going to come up and, and save the team, but he's is he a guy that's, deserve, that's done all he could in AAA and deserves a, sh- a shot to at least be on the roster? Yeah, I think he probably is. He went four for five last night with a home run. His uh, stats are pretty good. He, you know, he's a he's um he's Eric Sogard, except possibly going to contribute offensively. Yeah, you know? and that's what they need. Well, a, a guy who can play. We we got a couple yeah, of weeks. We, a guy who can play around. Yeah, we we got a couple of weeks before we start really cranking because like okay, the trading season, it's the end of July. Doug Melvin always wanted to do it early, but I just think I tell people to, to lower your sights from the Degrom guys to the next tier of younger controllable guys. Of yeah, that's pitchers. the guys that's probably going to be in play here, and yeah, that's, that's what the I think they're going to go get. Play here. Yep, yep, and they'll hang on to their. Their chief assets, like okay, a Brett Phillips or Keon Broxton, didn't hurt himself with, with the way he played over the weekend. No, it's uh, it, you know, the Brewers certainly don't rue the fact that they 
held on to all their outfielders now. No. Uh, suppose they would have. Suppose they would have traded those guys in the spring, and said, you know, we got plenty of outfielders. Let's trade some of them. You know, as soon as you do that, that's when this happens. So I mean, their their outfield depth has been really tested. There were two consecutive games over the weekend in which neither Kane, Yellish, or Braun played. That's their starting outfield. Yeah, that's pretty insane. That's pretty insane. Tom, thanks for joining us, man. We will see you out at the ballpark this week. Um, hope you get to Summerfest before it's over. Brewers are home for a while for the rest of this week. Yeah, I always try to, to leak out there one night after a game with all these day games. Maybe that'll be possible, huh? Well, we'll definitely buy you a cold one if you do. All right, awesome. I'll, I'll take, a, take you up on that offer. Thanks, guys. You have a good day. All right. Tom Hodgecourt of the Journal Sentinel. He is brought to us in part by Bobcat Plus and Butler Appleton DePere. And Chippewa Falls. It's the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Back on the Monday edition of the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc. Joined by KB. Armin's here answering your calls at 414 799 1920 KB, quickly, can we update the stripper pole of the day? Because I think it's a pretty good one. Huh? <laughs> yes, we can update the stripper pole of the day. Today's stripper pole, what we did was we followed LeBron James to L.A. Because that's where everyone is going, right? They're all going to yeah. follow him. Half the league is going to follow him because everybody wants to play with LeBron. But we followed him to L.A. for the Body Shop stripper pole of the day. Just uh, curious, what do you spend more money on for the 4th of July? Grillable meats, liquor and beer, fireworks, or fe- fresh baked pastries? <laughs> we needed a fourth one. I just thought I'd throw it in there. I, love I it. suppose we could do polls with only two answers or three, but they give you the option to do four, so why not? Hey, and we're seeing they're buying Kringles, I'm sure, this week. Well, think about it. I don't yeah. know if they're buying them more than they're buying liquor, because that's in the first spot right now at 58%, followed by... 35% uh, spending money on grillable meats, 5% on fireworks, and uh, 2% people are buying fresh baked pastries. By the way, guys, I did some research. Mixed reviews on the body shop if you ever go to West Hollywood. Mixed <laughs> reviews. Okay. Um, I, can, uh, I can't attest to that. I just pick them by the name. I just go to Tuskle.net and look up a name. Oh, there's another plug. You got to have it. Uh, all right, so that's stripper pole. Um, LeBron was on with Colin Cowherd. You hear that after the Mike Heller show in Milwaukee. You might have heard it already uh, somewhere else, but um, I'm sorry, LeBron. Giannis was on talking about LeBron and talking about his future. Let's take a listen, Armin. Would you ever leave Milwaukee if the Lakers came calling? Uh, to be honest with you, I'll, no, no way. How come? Uh, I like finishing uh, the stuff that I have in it with Milwaukee. Uh, my goal is to um, win in Milwaukee. Bring a championship in the city and uh, make the team a lot better. So I will, I will never leave for um, L.A. I would never leave for L.A. Hmm. No, New York or Boston. I, well, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. Need- no, we're glad to hear that. We'll talk more about it. It's the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. It's Monday on the Drew Elson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. On the sixth day, they rested. Summerfest is on a break today, so Drew and KB are back at the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex. 
They'll talk to Tom Hodricord of the Journal Sentinel about the Brewers, who split a series in the land of Chile. They'll also talk about LeBron James' move to L.A. and continue a cliffhanger of their new game, What is these animals? And now, for the first time in days, they're not wearing sunscreen or sipping beer. Here's Drew and KB. Ceiling is the roof. Bongo, 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 bongo. Benny R. Smith, fifth boss. Got a you know, nipple twister. Kind of a big you know, just hanging out. I just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I don't even know what that is. He's a man. I respect the scorpion. Oh, wow. Are they going head up, Woody? Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Well, actually, I do like Braun better than Aaron Rodgers. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. Oh you God. know what I'm saying? Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the <laughs> Welcome aboard the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. I'm Drew, joined in the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex by my pal KB. What do you say, brother man? I say that we're in July... Which means that this is the month that football starts. Packers start camp July 26th. So it's um, summer, God, summer's basically fast. over. We had a couple 90-degree days. Hope you enjoyed them. Summer's basically over. Been a good summer. Armin Sarian's here, hey, popping boys. in, producing the program. And we welcome the man in purple himself, Thunder, Mitch Nellis. Good afternoon, gentlemen. All right. I got, I got really mad at somebody this weekend who said, Happy July. I said, I'm not ready for it. No. No. It sucks. No, not ready for it. it sucks. Summer's well, I over. want more summer. Summer's over. All right. So, uh, in the dream scenario, are we back to having Celtics Lakers in the NBA for supremacy? Could we, could we have final Celtics Lakers for a couple of years and go back to the, go back to the future? We definitely could. Um, not this year, though. No. Wait a year. Pump the brakes. Um, the Warriors still exist. Pump pump the brakes on the Celtics winning the East now that LeBron's gone? Or is no, that, no, that's, that's are they done, in? Done deal. No, so, they're not in, but, but they're the favorite. All right. I mean, they took the, you know, they were in Eastern Conference Finals. They went to seven they'll games. They'll take on year. the chumps. Okay. Right. All right. But that is one of the first things I saw was like, like okay, LeBron against Kyrie and the whole L.A., sure. Boston, beat L.A. If that happens, man. There was a barstool. Blow the roof off the NBA. barstool selling a T-shirt that says "Beat LeBron." Only they spell it L-A with "Beat L-A La LeBron." Bron. Yeah, Ooh, I like that. I might have to buy that. Beat LeBron. Yeah. Uh, epic. All right. So, what does this do for the Bucks, Mitchell? Um, very little. It, I mean, it. They jump over Cleveland in the pecking order of the East. So if they were fifth or sixth, now they're fourth or fifth. Okay. So, you know, there's they still have their issues. We don't know what's happening with Jabari. Eric Bledsoe is still a cancer to the organization. So, whatever. It's all, you know. It'll sort itself out. So, a, a, friend of mine, care of a friend of mine who hosts a sports radio show down in Arizona wrote, uh, the Bucks now have a chance to come out of the East. And I wrote, you know, what are you talking about? Well, and, I, and, then, and then he wrote, well, they have a chance. Sure, they have a chance. They had a chance this year. Sure, absolutely. They always have a chance. That's chan- what this reminds me of. Everybody's- so, KB, you're saying... There's, There's a, a chance. chance. Here's this is this is what I'm just throwing out there for discussion. Okay, 
The Bucks haven't done anything to make themselves better. Cleveland has done something to make themselves worse. Exactly. How does that make Milwaukee Milwaukee better? You guys discuss. I'm throwing it out there yeah. for people to no, discuss. Because it, it, oh. frogs, it leapfrogs the Bucks over the Cavs in the hierarchy of the East, but it doesn't do anything else to help the Bucks. No, right? But, yeah. It- With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My thing is, like, everybody who's clicking their heels and giddy about this they they had the same reaction when the Bucks got the draw to play the Celtics in the playoffs as right. the two versus the seven. Yeah, we, we saw how well that and it didn't work out. I mean, they they lost in seven, but it was like, it... listen. With, regardless of LeBron and whatever you think about LA and leaving Cleveland, the Bucks still need to take care of their own business. Exactly, and, they have to and play better and win. Right, and that's you know they signed Urson, which is you know Urson actually works in today's day and age in the NBA. He shouldn't hurt the team, but when you say surround Giannis with shooters, I don't know if you know this or not, but Mirza Teletovic was a shooter. Now, he ended up sort having... Of, no, yeah. he was a shooter. I mean, you look at his numbers in Phoenix, he was a shooter. In Phoenix, yeah. Right. And so the expectation was that you surround him with shooters. Hopefully, Ursan can shoot. Hopefully, the Bucks learn going forward. Hopefully, DiVincenzo can shoot. But the Bucks need to take care of themselves. It's like I coach Whitefish Bay Little League, and we are playing tonight. And if we win tonight, we win the regular season championship. That's right, the tin caps. How about Don't that? Don't sleep on the tin caps. Don't sleep. But I, but I tell co- everybody. Are you coaching? I tell, I'm assistant so what's coach. The, so, so I tell everybody, don't worry about who we're playing. Don't worry about what the standings look like. Take care of your own business. And that's what the Bucks and John Horst need to do right now. They need to take care of their own business. Don't worry about the Celtics and the Sixers and the Wizards and the Pacers and whoever else is in the East. Take care of your own business and, and things will work out. So the team you're playing tonight. The grasshoppers. Are they tough? I, I actually don't know. I haven't looked them up. Okay. Uh, no one's as tough as we are, though. We're in first place. Okay, okay. but sc- I'm just you, saying. Mitch is supreme confidence in his team that he didn't need to scout the grasshoppers. Okay. And whether it's confidence or not, you still need to take care. You need to clean your own house before you go cleaning other people's houses. See, my argument would have been. KB, do you often go into other people's houses and clean no, them? That's I weird. Don't clean, I don't even clean right, my own. I'm just saying. So my point would be you're playing the grasshoppers, so their best kid Let's say he moves to Menominee Falls. Does sure. that make you a shoe-in for the championship? No, not okay. at all. Absolutely not. But don't you we think it still helps? Need to, it may help, but we still need to take care of our business. When Adam Banks came from the Hawks to the Ducks, it helped. Sure. Okay. But the, the Yes, you're right. I but know. the Bucks still need to take care of their own business. So uh, as, as much as... you there. Sure. I mean, the, right. it all skews right. the power to the West. Whatever. But let's just consider this like I'm part, good with this. part of a good wave, a wave of good news for the Bucks. Giannis yes, is on the cover sure. of NBA 2K19. Yep. That's big. Good That's pop. never happened with a Bucks. Thornmaker throwing haymakers. Never happened. Thornmaker getting in a fight with uh, you know half of the Philippine with, with, roster. With five six guys. How much bigger does he look than those oh guys? God. Like does Thornmaker actually look bigger? Does he look like he's gained weight? Or is it because he's playing against the Philippines that yeah. he looked? Because if he came down to the J and he played with us on Sunday morning, he, he'd look a lot bigger oh, than yeah. everybody oh, else. Yeah. He looks like he's playing eighth graders. Plus, you also had, was in there. He's yeah, a big yeah. boy. So you have, um, you have LeBron going to L.A. Yep. And then you have Skip Bayless declaring that Joel Embiid is the best player in the East, which LeBron tweeted as motivation 
to or make Giannis him tweeted. Yeah. I mean, Giannis, Giannis. Yeah. yeah, I keep saying LeBron and Giannis, but they're interchangeable because um, now Giannis is the LeBron of the East. You know, I hate to say it, but uh, can Joel Embiid hit a three? No, I think he can. Trust the process. Can Giannis hit a three? Uh, I mean, well, what were their yes. percentages? Joel Embiid is certainly in the conversation. Yes, and, so is Kyrie. So is Kyrie, uh, and there's probably a couple other guys too. But I'm okay. I'm, Listen, if Giannis wants to use that as motivation, that's fine. I know he's filming know. all these Greek commercials and he's doing all this fun stuff. Got a he's shoot on the coming out. You know what? Get on the court and shoot threes. Okay, that's yeah, what I would say I to Giannis, and I'm sure he is. But, sure. But I want to see that highlighted. I want to see that every day. Getting the work in. That's what I Giannis, like to see. Yeah. Go, Giannis, go shoot a three, and then you'll be when you start hitting threes in the flow of an NBA game. Then Skip will say you are the best player in the East. But until you can do that, he's not. Well, is Embiid, though? I mean, like, can you legitimately say definitively? I don't, this is a subjective thing anyway. Sure, of course. What are their win shares? I, yeah, I don't know. What, what's Kyrie, I can look that up if you really heck, want. What's Jason Tatum? He's in the discussion. Right, and he's Giannis not there yet, but... Giannis had 11.9 win shares last year. I'm sure nice. that's bigger it's than great. both. It's great. awesome. Yeah. Oladipo, Bradley Beal, yeah. DeMar DeRozan. There's, there's good players. Giannis' three-point percentage has gone up every year. That's since great. Since his uh, rookie years. So. Good. So that's what you want, but it's still only thirty percent. Right. It's got to right. be better. It's got to be thirty-five. still looking for the silver yes. lining. It's yes, either got to be better, or he's really got to be surrounded by all shooters. Right. All right. So Thunder. Um, are we going to talk Fourth of July? We're going to talk the weekend. We're going to, you know, well, I'm going to talk. Fun we have stuff. another show tomorrow. I don't know, but we do uh, have a stripper pole, which you're going to be, be at a Summerfest tomorrow. Back yes, to Summerfest yep. tomorrow. Okay. All right. Yes, we have a show tomorrow. We're off. On the 4th, and then we're back at it Thursday and Friday. Of course, Friday, KB's band is playing at the Uline uh, Warehouse stage, 5 o'clock. We encourage everybody to come join us for happy hour on Friday. Probably go home in between the shows. We'll probably. No, I'll be down there the whole time. (laughs) We'll have to have someone uh, Facebook Live the show over the Drew Olson show page. We'll do that. I can't do that. I'll stand on stage and do it. Tell Andrew Josh to do it. Inter Josh is in in the mix for that, too. All right, uh, Thunder, are you concerned about the Brewers? They're banged up heavily. No, because they're banged up, and they'll get healthy, and they'll be fine. Okay. I think they're good. They're like, very banged I up. I really though. like the Brewers. Yeah. I, I think they're I'm a good team. I like this year's team. Uh, okay, so they're banged up. Armin was playing our strip club music momentarily, so yeah. KB, update the stripper. But there was a moment, yeah. yeah. We want to know, uh, uh, what do you spend more money on during the 4th of July? Right. Grillable meats, liquor and beer, fireworks, or fresh baked pastries. Ooh. Right now, liquor and beer is in the lead, as expected, at yeah. 56%. Know, that's second. That's a midweek uh, Dunkin' run for That's right. Thunder, second so. is grillable meats at yeah. 37%, but fresh-baked pastries have overtaken fireworks. Ooh. So, If you can believe that. Three and four are out for me. I don't, I don't do fireworks. My neighbor takes care of the fireworks, um, legally, of course. See, everyone has a neighbor that does it, you right. know? And yeah. uh, fresh baked pastries, uh, I actually, yeah. If but was your neighbor in Nam? Because they have great fireworks. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, but then there's limbs flying in the air, too. And then it's, there's. It's, exactly. I'm telling you, the best fireworks come out of the trunk of a car. So just remember that when you're out buying them this weekend. Except for when you get in a car accident and the car goes up and flies. Well, you know what? Oh, well. It's a oh, risk. Boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's, um, there's that. Get sparklers. I'm going to go with meats. Okay. Um, because I buy only the finest meats and cheeses. Attaboy. Yeah. Uh, so no, it's like meats, it. I, and I, I do, I do rock good alcohol, and had some Soul Boxer last night. In fact, ooh, our friend Dougie, it's tasty and delicious. Uh, although I gotta say, I really prefer, and you can skewer me if you want for this. 
I really prefer the bourbon over the brandy. As do I. Oh, I know, and I know brandy's a Wisconsin thing, yeah. but man, no. I really do prefer no, the bourbon. You're your own man. You I'm sweet. sweet, right? Thank you. And I like sweet. sweet. I like I like uh, Rieslings, and I like Moscatos, oh, and I like man. sweet ciders. But man, he likes I, putting sugar on his frosted flakes. Holy yes, I do. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Liquor's got to hurt when you drink it. Mitch likes yeah. regular RC. It's got to like regular RC. Make it hurt. I like, I like regular RC. I'm a scotch guy. I'll drink a scotch. KB uh, but, um, t-shirt. It's but yeah, hurt. so that's why I'm a bourbon guy. <laughs> Liquor's got to hurt. All right. Um, Armin, give us some music because we have to set it up. We have, for the, one of the first times, a very rare, it's a carryover. It's a cliffhanger. Ooh. When we were at Summerfest on Friday, we played the game that we play, uh, try to play every day. What is these animals? And we didn't have a winner uh, because we just got caught up in the, against the clock, and it was kind of a tough clue. It's t- kind of a tough animal to figure out. So we didn't we'll we didn't the, go with any of them. Well, I think we might have gave a few. Um, we gave some it, tickets away, but is that's it Snuffleupagus? We'll it is not no, Snuffleupagus, a, but we'll it's play. One that actually exists. We'll play. What is these animals? What, are you what saying Snuffleupagus is an imaginary animal? Is coming up next. We're going to do that next. So be ready to dial in 414-799-1920. Let's do this right. We'll have people call in during the break. And those of you now, people who are streaming, they're going to have a little jump that they'll know the call. Because people who are listening on the iHeartRadio app, there's a little bit of a delay. Yes. And they'll be able to call now. 414-799-1920. Get ready to guess. What is these animals? Next on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. That time of day, we had a first cliffhanger on Friday for what is these animals? The game that's sweeping the land. Yes, we did. So right. hopefully, hopefully, people took the notes, went back to the podcast. There's no chance of that. <laughs> now know what the animal is. I don't even up. remember any of the clues, and I was sitting next to you when you read them. <laughs> what is these animals? 414-799-1920. That's 414-799-1920. Get in line right now, because there's a good chance this one might take a while. Um, and we just found out it's too late for us to give out Summerfest tickets because it's too late for people to pick them up because our office is closed on Wednesday, and it's just going to be kind of a mess. So we'll give you, if you win this, um, a bobblehead from the locker room and a gift card to Master Z's, the legendary uh, fan cave where family fun is still affordable. A Master Z's gift card and a uh, bobblehead of our choosing from our collection in the locker room. Of it's in the offing for, this is, what is these animals? Uh, <laughs> Kyle in Milwaukee is first up. Kyle, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. Armin, hi. Yeah. Hi, Kyle. How's it going, guys? It's going great, man. Do you, were you listening to the show on Friday? Did you hear any of the clues, or are you going to get them cold this time? I didn't I didn't sleep all weekend because I was thinking about this animal. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love the attitude. That's amazing. I had, to, I had to tune into 1070 on Madison, and now I'm finally back on 920 over here at George Milwaukee. But uh, 
So it's it's, it's strong back legs like a rabbit, red and white. Well, we're gonna give you the whole clues Wait, again. We'll we just gotta, sit back. We'll give we, you the we whole. We gotta refresh. Yeah, yeah I, I have a feeling you can like light the red Arbach victory cigar already <laughs> right now because you're the even I couldn't tell. And like I said, I was sitting next to KB when he gave the clues, but I'm glad that you were thinking about it all weekend. All right, KB, hit us with the clues uh, for what is these animals today? They are indigenous to the lower reaches of the Yangtze River and islands of Zhejiang of East Central China. Their coat is an overall golden brown color and may be interspersed with black hairs, while the undersides are white. Their main call is a bark, and it is used as an alarm, and they will bark repeatedly for reasons unknown. If challenged, the male will emit a clicking sound by using its molar teeth. It has narrow pectoral and pelvic girdles, long legs, a long neck, and the powerful hind legs are longer than the front, so they can run with rabbit-like jumps. So tell me, what is these animals? I'm already way off now. I think I was going to guess the dole. The D O H O. Yeah, it's like a dog-like looking thing. No, it is not the doe. Well, now I have to sleep with again here unless I keep listening here. Okay. Right, well, this, maybe we'll carry it over to another day. Who knows? Maybe. You know, it's a tough one. Yeah. But there are hints in there. So if you listen. Maybe always leaves a little breadcrumbs for mm-hmm. you. All right. So everybody thought Kyle was going to get it. He drops off the line. 414 799 1920 is the phone number 414-799-1920. Now, did we get a um we had to turn off the television in in the studio because Armin gets distracted. Yeah, that does happen and there's there's shocking developments in this uh, World Cup yeah, game. Yeah, and then so if you like went to the bathroom or something you missed two goals in this game. And didn't here you? I, and of course once again my sports knowledge or lack thereof is on display. I predicted the Belgium route. And Japan has taken a 2-0 lead, uh, incredibly. This could be one of the biggest upsets of the tournament, even how, bigger than that Russia upset. So. How is this happening? I, I just can't believe it. Belgium has not lost an international match in a year and a half, I believe, if I'm not wrong. And um, Japan is all of a sudden pulling off the shocking upset, or they're, they're on their way. It's 67th minute, Japan has two goals in, 2-0 right now. Mm. Wow. I just can't believe it, but this is happening. And even Ritter was in here earlier. They were given no chance. No, to win this game. yeah. This is so, this, might, this is one of the bigger upsets for sure. The drama is <laughs> happening in this World Cup. That's for sure. You can't count out Japan, I guess. Yeah. Uh, other breaking news: The 76ers have agreed to a one-year extension with JJ Redick. Derek Favors staying with uh, Utah. Two years, thirty-six million. You a fan of Derek Favors? Oh, he's a good player. I think. Yeah, I think he's a nice piece to have on your team. He's one of the guys that I thought of, like with the Bucks. Yeah, need that guy. I think he'd fit in really well. Yeah. I mean, a lot of teams he'd give you a lot of skills. He can shoot. He can do some things like that. Good yeah. player. Yeah. So there's still like little moves being made, but all right. So is the NFL? I mean, the NFL is the NBA off season. Armin is like, are we done? <laughs> like, oh, I think we're just getting started. I mean, LeBron, I think is like the first log to fall. Yeah. And it didn't. It didn't get drawn out like we but thought. Paul it George is gone. I guess you're right. Which is. Surprising so, to me. Well, we, locally, we have to wait for Jabari still. Yeah, there, a there's a lot of sizzle like off of the the griddle here. Like that's okay. true. Yeah, we're, we're, I think everyone looks at that one year with DeAndre Jordan and the emoji war that was going on, on, on and playing out on Twitter is like the the gold standard of yeah. off season drama for the yeah. NBA. I don't oh. love anything like that, but don't count them out. Right. Belgium just scored. Belgium just scored. Two so one. two one now, and. Um, We'll see what happens. They're obviously capable of coming back and, and equalizing and winning. So, yeah. holy cow! What a, this, the World Cup's been exciting. It's been fantastic. I gotta say, it's been awesome. Four one four seven nine nine one nine twenty. We need somebody to guess what is these animals. KB, 
This one might have been just too tough for what people. What is these animals? Do we have any zoologists out there? We used to have a, a friend of the show who was, um, he's no longer with us, sadly, but he was uh, he worked the big cat room at the zoo, the Milwaukee be. County Zoo. He wouldn't be familiar with this animal if he worked the big cat room. Clues. Clues. There you go. All right. Let's, let's give us the clues again. They're indigenous to the lower reaches of the Yangtze River and the islands of Zhejiang of East Central China, so it's a Chinese animal. You uh you you like that uh, Yangtze that Yangtze <laughs> Yangtze the river the full of fish <laughs> carp and perch bream <laughs> the Yangtze River <laughs> it's a many it's a river of many moods that's right <laughs> their coat is an overall golden brown color and may be interspersed with black hairs while the undersides are white the main call is a bark and it is used as an alarm if challenged the male will emit a clicking sound by with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Using its molar teeth, it has a narrow pectoral and pelvic girdle, long legs and a long neck. The powerful hind legs are longer than the front so they can run with rabbit-like jumps. So, what we need to know, if you're calling, is... They jump. What is these animals? Uh, yes. What about the animals that make a clicking sound like that? I think of possums when I hear that, you know? Yeah, yeah like a rodent, more yeah. of a, a, a ground dweller. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but a possum wouldn't be Chinese. This is true. I mean, I, I'd said it reminds me of that. I right. didn't say it was it. I, no. I, and I'm not eligible to win anyway. That's right. I already got, I already got the bobbleheads. That's why we're going to get rid of them if somebody gives us a call. 414-799-1920. This is a tough one, KB. I don't know, man. I... I this might be stumping people. That and you know, I think people are. Did I mention it's week. Chinese? Did he mention it's yeah, Chinese? Yeah, in well, the very first clue. Is that? Oh. I don't know. Is, should that be helping me more than it is? I mean, what is these animals? Yeah, I, yeah. I guess I. Okay, now I. I might know where you're going. I think at. I've got it here. I, I do right. my. I do my best not we, to look. We need it one more time. We need it one more time. We need the clues. <clears throat> they are Omas. indigenous to the lower reaches of the Yangtze River, the islands of Zhejiang of East Central China. <clears throat> Their coat is an overall golden brown color, maybe interspersed with black hairs, and the undersides are white. Mm-hmm. Their main call is a bark, and it's used in an alarm, and they will bark repeatedly for unknown reasons. If challenged, the male will emit a clicking sound by using its molar teeth. It has a narrow pectoral and pelvic girdle, long legs, and a long neck. The powerful hind legs are longer than the front legs, so they run with rabbit-like jumps. So there are. It is right. littered with clues. A lot of clues in there. I thought I was. I thought I knew it, but now I'm not so sure. You know, so Chinese, right? Long neck. That might kind of steer you in a certain direction. Well, if anything, it's inspiration to watch Nat Geo some more. That's yes. for sure. But we have no callers or people. Four one four seven nine nine. One nine twenty. That's four one four seven nine nine one nine twenty. Uh Armin, who's online? Well, um oh he's just dropping call back. I'll, oh, I'll have him in a second. Back. You dropped him or he dropped? I think Armin might Armin have dropped him. Uh, Armin dropped him. I, I say Armin was trying to get him on hold and he did. Could have been me. I have no idea. I could have been. Totally was. I would deny it, but it could have been <laughs> Ken Santosa. <laughs> Ken Santosa. Welcome to the Drew Olson show. Sorry Armin hung up on you. Yeah, that's all right. 
So, Kent, do you, have you been listening to the clues? Over and over. Okay, do yeah. you know? What is these animals? Chinese water deer. It is the Chinese oh. water deer. The Chinese water deer. <laughs> yes. How would I have known that? Well, from the clues. Well, yeah, but... Well, but, you don't want to make this easy, right? That's a rough one, man. Chinese water deer. Well, that's the point. we got to post a picture tough. now uh, to the social. I, I did. I, right. it, it, it will be going out, and I always post a, a picture and a link to uh, some sort of a short documentary footage so you can learn. Because when you listen to the Drew Olson show, you listen, laugh, learn, love. That's true. That's true. All right. So while we have Kent on the phone, I want to know how he would answer the stripper poll of the day. So, Kent, how, this weekend, of course, it's 4th of July, barbecues, backyard fun, everything going on. How do you spend, where do you spend more money for the 4th of July? Grillable meats, liquor and beer, fireworks, or fresh baked pastries? Uh, it goes liquor and beer. <laughs> then we go with the meats. Okay. Then fireworks. And then uh, maybe some pastries. Maybe. Are we talking sparklers for the kids and bottle rockets? No, or this is talking... explodable fireworks. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get uh, something that does some damage. Yeah, they've got to they've got to get up in the air and explode. There should be a threat of starting fires. Right, a forest uh, fire. That's never morning. a good thing, man. No, it's not. But I mean, uh, a friend of mine once uh, got a little too enthusiastic, running around with a sparkler, tossed it up in the air. It landed on a shingle on the roof, and <laughs> let's just say that they didn't go to Canada that summer. <laughs> See, my favorite stories are uh, around, there's two times of the year that I have my favorite news stories. Fourth of July is one because I love stupid fireworks accidents. I love to read the news stories of some idiot who was shooting a bottle rocket or a Roman candle out of his butt, you know, yeah. and ended up with seventh degree burns. My sister, know. my sister's in a, um, a family practice doc, but one of her rotations in medical school is in Miami while the heat won the title. And she, she was oh. working that night, and she was working a bunch of fireworks and stuff like that. She has funny stories about that. And the other one is around Thanksgiving when idiots, when they start fires by making turkeys in the <laughs> turkey oh, fryer. Oh, the turkey fryer fires. Oh, my uh -huh. God. I love those. Those Guys, are pretty good videos, We do too. have breaking news if you're interested. Okay. Yes. We're equal. We are equal. Belgium has equalized it, too. Belgium has scored an equalizer. Belgium has equalized. This has been one of the nuts, nuts soccer matches I've seen. Gentlemen, start your penalty kicks. That's this all is, I can say. It, they're back. Belgium is all the way back from two down. That's to incredible. In what minute? Uh, it's the 74th, I think, here. 75th oh, wow. minute. We're in 75th. All right, well, tell Kent Tosa to hang on the line. Armin's going to get his information. We'll get him some prizes. We'll talk to Mike Heller, and we'll revisit some of uh, Giannis's comments from the Colin Cowherd Show. All coming up on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. kind of cruel that Armin's bumping back with this. First of all, because it's Monday afternoon. It's not Saturday night. And the founding member of the Bay City Rollers, this band, has passed away at age 70. Well, it's kind of like an homage. Yeah, well. we got to call Peter Jest. Tribute tri show. Tribute show. Can you name one other song by the Bay City Rollers? I don't think there I There is another one. There is a second hit. I can't remember what it is, though. No. 
I, I, I think they I pioneered can't. the jumpsuit in rock and roll, too, if I'm not mistaken. They might have. They might have. All right, so uh, speaking of playing the hits, if you listen to us in Milwaukee after the show, um, you'll hear a golf show, and then like you'll hear the end of the, the Herd with Colin Cowherd, and you hear him kind of in front of us and behind our programming day. And uh, Right? I mean, well, Rich Eisen plays later. So we had the Herd on earlier, right. and Giannis visited Colin Cowherd. Would you ever leave Milwaukee if the Lakers came calling? Uh, to be honest with you, I'll, no, no way. How come? Uh, I like finishing uh, the stuff that I have in it with Milwaukee. Uh, my goal is to um, win in Milwaukee, bring a championship in the city, and uh, make the team a lot better. So I will, I will never leave for um, L.A. Do you think it's selling out, Giannis, when uh, Kevin Durant joins a loaded team? Does that bother you, that kind of player mobility? Um, no, no, it doesn't bother me. Um, they can do whatever they want to do. Um, I don't know the behind-the-scenes stuff, so I can't judge every situation. Uh, KD thought it was the right move to uh, move to Golden State, so he did it. Um, I think the right move for me is to stay stay in Milwaukee, so that's what I'm going to do. He now, just said KB, right? He said KB. KB <laughs> did not. He said KB. I'm pretty sure he did. Wait, went right at the end there? Yeah. Um, no, no, it doesn't bother me. Um, they can do whatever they want to do. Um, I don't know the behind-the-scenes stuff, so I can't judge every situation. Uh, KD thought it was See, he was, said KB. Uh, KB KB's always right wanted there. to stay in Milwaukee. Giannis knows me. The thing is, KB, KB wants to stay KB. in Milwaukee. Milwaukee doesn't necessarily want Mommy. KB. KD thought it was the right move to... KB thought it was. Oh, my goodness. That's, well... Nice. You're aware. He's aware of you. Yes. You? Big listener. That's pretty awesome. And, again, I know what Colin Coward is trying to do there, but players don't – fans look down at players and, oh, the super team had to leave right. to go win. Players don't. I mean, I would guess that players, if you did a, a survey and we could get honest answers, players are stunned about what happened with Oklahoma City this weekend, right? Aren't you stunned? Are you stunned that they got Westbrook and Paul George to stay? I'm surprised that they got George to stay. I think Westbrook is cool being the the man and getting all his stats, and he doesn't care much about else. But Paul George, I'm surprised about. I thought that was stunning. I thought it was like that's like unfathomable to me that he stayed. I thought he was for sure gone. But yeah, especially because he's like from LA and was always talking about going back to LA. Sure, that was supposed to be the most done deal of all. But we also knew that you know who loved um, Milwaukee. CC Sabathia, you know who loved Milwaukee? Right. Zach Greinke. You know who loved Milwaukee? Prince Fielder. They all, uh, and they were all committed to bringing a championship to the city, weren't they? They were. They all wanted to. Mm-hmm. And then they moved on. Everything. Sports is temporary. And LeBron, I don't think of any less of LeBron for moving around. If he goes to the finals with LA this year, it'll be incredible. The ninth straight finals. Oh, that'd be incredible. That'd especially be epic. He'd be getting to I have Houston, no issue. Golden State. I have no issue with that. So, do you think you know? Do you get the feeling that LeBron is going to LA? Is it like leaving Cleveland a second time? It's like, all right, I came back. You got you your championship. Can I go now? Right. Like stop. Like that's okay. enough. Well, put there it this you way. go. People are burning jerseys there, but will they burn that big banner? Because what if he comes back one more time? They're not burning jerseys again this time, are they? Oh what? yeah, people I, are. I didn't see it much. I'm sure some idiot out there is though. Uh, if, uh, you see how expensive examples? those jerseys are? Right. That's the other thing. You know, they're, they're, it's not cheap if you get an authentic and just go out and burn it. You know, when you're done, do you sit there and you go, well, that was stupid. Well, 
let me ask you this. It's a it's a different it's a different analogy completely. But how many Favre jerseys do you see? I was see just going to say the same thing. How many people that put them away and like they don't right. you know how many, how many literally how many do you see walking around these days with Packers fans? I mean, I think those either I don't know that they necessarily got burned. But they went to the back of the closet or the yeah. bottom well, of the I'm sure everyone's got one in their closet still because everyone had one. We should do a, we should do like a show scavenger hunt at some point, and one of the items on the scavenger hunt should be a Favre Jets jersey. Remember when yeah. all those people came out that oh, summer? Yeah. He ended with the Jets, and it's like, okay, I got my Favre Jets jersey. You can Stick find it with those, number four. You can find those at the local Goodwill or uh, uh, St. Vincent de Paul, maybe. Jet gear in general. Thanks. People were buying hats and stuff like that. I remember that. It was yeah. like, what are you going to do with that in three years? Yeah. All right. Well, um, scavenger hunt. Let's. Where is Mike Heller today? The host of the Mike Heller Show. Who is working today? Following us on these here airwaves and interwebs. Good afternoon, Mike. How many uh, Brett Favre jerseys do you see on a regular basis, Mike? When you go home to Appleton, you still see the Favre jerseys? Yeah, I don't. I don't see them. Why am I echoey, John? You got me on the wrong mic. Oh, hello. Push the other button, John. Come on. How we doing? Ah, there there we we go. go. Oh, boom. Um, (laughs) Hey, I'm walking around, and I don't see you guys here. I'm at Summerfest. What the heck? You guys said, (laughs) join me Monday. Boy, the lines are short, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it was easy to get in. No no issue with parking. I just thought everybody was arriving. I was an early arrival. Um, You guys said, join me, and you said, come on, we'll see you on Monday. Yeah. Huh? Didn't work. Didn't work. So a day off. You guys get to uh, yes. not apply sunscreen today. Summerfest keeps okay. it. They they keep this day to kind of just catch their breath and then get back at it. So, and yeah, we came it, back. It's a good idea. The studio was trashed. I mean, they did oh. not clean up. Oh, Josh and Armin oh. just. Hey, you didn't see any crab rangoon laying around, did you? All right, and, it could have been worse. And then Armin drank all the Diet Mountain Dew. Gone. Gone, yeah. gone. I, no, I, we don't have to test him because I know he. No, he doesn't drink diet soda. But. Yeah, yeah. But what if he was going to a gathering over the weekend and said, "Hey, I'll bring some sodas." Uh, that's a good point. I could have been the conduit, right, yeah. brothers. We have all right. kinds of leaded soda for him because KB and I don't drink it. So there's all kinds of RC and even some leaded Mountain Dew that. If we I'm never not put mistaken, the there was yeah. a big half cube laying laying back there before we left. But oh, anyway, maybe you're mistaken then. Do okay. you guys have mistaken. the brand loyalty to the extent that you were talking about earlier with Bud Seelig and the Diet? Coke that he had to have, uh, you know, a, a, somebody block his Diet Coke can carrying stuff no, I back in the day. Do you, are you brand I'm, loyal to that extreme? To Diet Mountain Dew, I would be. Yeah. But okay. I can also drink Coke Zero if it's there or something yeah. else. I mean, I'll drink it's other equivalent to a Diet Mountain Dew. I don't right? think I mean, there's but like. With Pepsis true. and Cokes, I mean, they have the equivalent to one it's another, true. including Armin's RC. Yeah. So. Well, Armin's RC family includes a Diet Dr. Pepper, which is a pretty good diet soda. I love Dr. Pepper, too. But, you know, I really don't. I mean, if you gave me a Coke, I'd just as happily drink it. Best diet is diet A and W root beer. Oh, interesting. Okay. Huh. I don't know, right. man. Strong aftertaste on that one. Okay. It's an interesting thing. KB's got the declarative, you know. Best diet. The best. Best diet, water. Water is <laughs> your best zero calorie beverage. Yeah, that's a good one. Caffeine free. Hey, just remember if you're thirsty, you're too late. That's true, especially yeah, that's after right. this weekend. Holy cow. Like, Mike, yeah. you were probably out running a half marathon or something in this weather. You know, I didn't run at all. I've had a little Achilles issue, uh, Drew Olson. So oh. I've uh, I've been off the running shoes for a full week now. Of the so. worst of, the, of of all the bad old man maladies, Achilles tendon yeah, injury has to be yeah. about the worst. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. be around on one of those scooters. 
Mm-hmm. With my knee no, on a scooter. I, that would be. You guys, I heard you talking about that last week. That you know, the potential of a rupture there. Oh, that just scares scary. me. Scary. Oh, it, it just, just scary rolling year. up like a window yeah. shade. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh thanks for bringing that up. I'm getting <laughs> so we've been talking about Giannis and LeBron, and uh, is I think NFL free agent. I mean NBA free agency. I'm already on the NFL. NBA free agency is just now over, right? That's like we got Jabari to, to worry about, and then that's about it. Yeah, I mean, usually there's a lot of uh, drawn-out excitement. There's no drawn-out excitement. Uh, we're waiting on a couple of little or smaller deals now, but LeBron, uh, you know, kind of stole the show already. Yep, uh, he, uh, he tends to do that. Mike, we'll be listening, man. All right, Thanks boys. for hanging out with us, and we want to see you at Summerfest before it's over. Make good choices. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.